everybody, welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Nerds, the weekly podcast where we talk about everything nerdy and pop culture. I'm your host, Rudy Vela, and with me, as always... With me, Juan. Joel. Big Kid Kingpin. All right, so episode 70. A lot of episodes. Boom. Boys and Gales, that is a lot of episodes. <laughs> yeah, so I was actually going through uh all the files and everything i was trying to like declutter my laptop and yeah i I, it didn't really hit me until you have to like move around files and like you see everything like in physical form right there because like on spotify and everything you know they just they start stacking and so it's just invisible everything's invisible but when you actually see the files on top of one like one another yeah it looks it looks pretty Mm. intimidating but yeah, so episode 70, uh, also the final episode of 2019 and this decade. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's, some, that's some crazy stuff to think about. But um, yeah, welcome back, everybody. For this episode of Not Your Average Nerds, like we said, we are closing out the year, saying goodbye to 2019 and the decade. So this Episode 70 of Not Your Average Nerds is dedicated to our favorites of the year. So this isn't necessarily us looking like deep diving into content and being like, this was by far the number one blah, blah, blah. This is our specific like favorites. So personals. Yeah, we're not going to pick Death Stranding and shit for (laughs) nobody picking that game. Well, I mean, you know, best direction. (laughs) it's that made-up category so we're we're not doing that we're not going for like the artsy vibe this is just what we found to be our favorites of the year and this will follow suit with the normal topics of the episodes that being movies and series comics video games anime animation and fig life and then we're gonna have a little bit of stuff like sprinkled in here and there so yeah, uh, strap in and figure out what we really enjoyed 2019. Also, next week, we will be covering Z-Decade. Oh, man, that's so much. That's going to be pretty hard to do. Oh, yeah. To start this whole thing off, all of us had a little bit of a discussion, and we won't be doing this for every single segment that we're going over like our favorites or anything like that i think it's just this one right yeah this is the only one that we had this conversation with because i was i was a little concerned that this movie so this of course will be broken down favorite movie and favorite series which we'll go over separately but favorite movie i was concerned that everybody was gonna lean towards the same one so we decided to pick best of 2019 for movies and that is todd phillips joker so we did this because we didn't like i said we didn't really want to waste our votes on everybody saying the same thing and we already had a huge conversation about this movie and personally we felt that this was amazing i mean it it, this really was an art piece and yet it still fit perfectly into what our subject is for this podcast which is anything nerdy and uh so like i said i just wanted to remove that from the runnings but it still deserved the love that you know it uh yeah deserved <laughs> i just did, i was trying to think of something else to <laughs> fucking awesome powers allow yeah. myself to introduce <laughs> myself. myself 
Uh, but yeah, um, so all of us here at Not Your Average Nerds, we have voted and said that the best movie of 2019 would be Todd Phillips' Joker. Without if, a doubt. If I you th- want, I, oh, think, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think this is left over from last year's um, uh, best of, right? Or was that episode? No, episode 50. This. Was that episode 50 or was that the I best that of last 50. year? Okay, cool. I don't think we did a best of last year. Okay, well, there you go. You yeah. guys are going to get that sound again. <laughs> so. um, if you want to hear more of what we have to say about this, if you are new to the podcast or if you just missed it in general, uh, check out our Joker review. We dedicate the whole episode to uh, deep diving into the movie and going over what we thought really made it a, a great film. So, uh, like I said, we're not going to spend all the time doing that here because it's been done. It's been done for two hours, so <laughs> we're not going to beat that horse anymore. We're going to let it just run away. So moving forward, uh, we're going to start off with our favorite film, or, well, I should say movie, considering it's movies and series, not films and series. We'll be starting off with our favorite movie of 2019. And I just want to remind everybody, this does not mean that this was like the, you know, the movie of movies of 2019. This is just our personal favorite what we appreciated the most out of 2019 and we did not go over notes together so people may overlap um picking the same thing i guess if that happens we'll run into that situation you know as we get there but other than that uh we're just gonna go off the cuff and uh i will be starting this bad boy so my favorite movie for 2019 is hellboy so I went off this based on the really just uh, based on the fact that this is the movie that I've seen most in theaters this year. So I actually watched Hellboy in theaters three times this year uh, and everything else I did not watch more than once. So <laughs> um, you see that three times. I saw it three times. Jesus. I saw it once with uh, Steve. Um, we weren't supposed to go together. I actually bought tickets for the following day um but steve and jamie were going to one so then we met up and uh, saw it together and then um i still had the tickets for the next one and then on my birthday i wanted to see it again so the reason i saw this so much was well the second time uh, it was already paid for so i had to go watch it but uh the reason i watched this movie so much and honestly why i picked it for my favorite other than the fact that i've seen it the most this year is for the fact that this was one comic book movie that really said fuck you to the common fan. They really made something that a lot of people who are invested in like the entire uh, Mignolaverse would really... Was that my phone? Or? Uh, oh, that was the, the Xbox. Xbox is turned on. <laughs> uh, I, was just making, I was just making sure that uh, the audio wasn't going to be messed up from there. So yeah, the uh, the reason that they probably turned on the controller. I think that's what they did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the reason that I picked this movie is, like I said, they didn't care more so for the common fan than the people who are invested in Mike Mignola's work. There was so much dropped into this movie that had me fucking going crazy in the theaters. Like Steve was right next to me, and every time something happened. I was, like, freaking out because I was like, holy shit, like, I did not think they were going to do that. And that happened so often in that movie to where, yeah, as my birthday came around, I wanted to see it again because it was, like, there was still more that I was catching. 
There was more that I was seeing that I didn't see the first time around or different monsters in the background, different um, artifacts and stuff that were hidden in the details of the movie. So it was it was just really, really cool. And it got a lot of flack for um, people not understanding it and people saying that um, uh, the story wasn't like perfect, which it wasn't like I really do think they they fucked the movie up a bit by trying to cram so much stuff into it. And, uh, I by no means think this is a perfect movie. I just really enjoyed it as a Hellboy fan because I respect Ron Perlman, but I really, really embraced David Harbour and he played that character perfectly. Like in my eyes, I like thinking of Hollywood right now and actors, I can't think of anybody that would have played Hellboy better than, uh, David Harbour did in this edition of the movie. So that's realistically why I picked it. And there's a scene that involves Lobster Johnson in the movie <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> like, amazing. So, um, yeah. And the actor that played Lobster Johnson was good. Oh, Thomas Hayden Church? Yeah, yeah he, he did really good. So, um, yeah, uh, probably not many people would pick this for their favorite movie of uh, 2019 or anything like that. But it's not even... The fact that I'm just like a mega fan of Hellboy, it's the fact that I thought it was a really big fan service for what they did or what they tried to accomplish. But at the end of the day, it did fall apart on itself, which was sad to see. But eh, what are you going to do? I don't know. So, yeah, that is uh, my pick for favorite movie of 2019. Okay, for me, I picked uh, It Chapter 2. And uh, the reason I picked this movie is because I was a huge fan of... uh, the remake uh, in 2017, and I was looking forward to the Chapter 2 version to see what they were going to do with the story and if they would actually follow the book and actually see what they were going to change up. And like I said on the podcast, I've d- I, we've done a review, too, on this. I want to say we did, like, a mini-review on the movie as well. Um, I liked where they took the story and the fact that they kind of le- – they, they killed them off. If you haven't seen the movie, spoiler. <laughs> I mean, but, yeah, they kill them off, but they left it open for – uh, interpretation into what could happen in the future. If you read the books, like I've said, they could he could come back, and I'm talking about Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Um, or they could do prequels, and I know they're open to do the stuff. But as far as like the movie goes, I was satisfied leaving the theater. Uh, I thought it was really well done. There are a couple scenes, like I've said before too, that I wasn't huge on, but overall, I had a really good time at the theater and enjoyed the movie so that's why it was my favorite you know as a fan of the series and as a fan of the character um i think that's what overall led me to picking this movie but yeah that's mine yeah no that's a solid choice the one one thing that i think you left out that i i would have touched on personally was the cast oh the cast the cast of the well the losers yeah Club. The, as the adults and i've said this too during the reviews is that I liked the majority of the cast as adults. The only one that I felt fell flat, and I said that before, was um, Ben. Mm-hmm. I did not like Ben, and I don't know. I don't know why, really. I'd have to watch it again because this is. A, I haven't seen any movie in the theater more than once this year. I've seen everything one time, and then I was like, "All right, I'm good with it." And I don't know if that's just. It feels like there was a ton of movies that came out this year, <laughs> and. I didn't go back to watch. That was one of the things I wanted to see. If I was um, overly judgmental of his character, 
um, and it, or if it was something personal with myself that I didn't like that he kind of was giving off. But I don't know. It's just something about his character that I didn't really like. But overall, the the rest of the cast, I felt like they nailed their their younger counterparts, you know, and did them justice as adults. Who was your favorite? Uh, the whole cast. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say McAvoy, but it's not. It's uh, Richie's character it was played Bill by Bill Hader. Yeah. Oh God, that scene. My favorite scene in that movie is actually from him when he's going to attack Pennywise and he hits him with the deadlights. Oh yeah. That performance that he does, like to be able to drop every ounce of emotion and like even your physical attributes, like to his body looked like, like just stop. a limp. Yeah. That was impressive as shit, and I never would have expected that from fucking that's uh, super bad cop and shit. That's what I'm saying. Like the, that's why the biggest takeaway for me for the movie was. Uh, I wanted to see what he would do. Mm-hmm. That was something that I had never seen him before as far as the role went. Yeah. And it was always comedian, and I wanted to see if he could actually pull something out. And when he did, and not only did he pull the role out, that whole twist on his character and everything, he sold it well. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's just another avenue that I didn't know you really had as far as range went. I said that wrong. I'm drunk. All right. So anyway, <laughs> so as far as his range went, are you talking about his love interest? Yeah, and everything I like didn't. That? I didn't know that he could actually do that on top of serious, you know, mm-hmm. and to to make it believable. Yeah, like, and that that's what was uh, super powerful about that is I hate like people might get upset, but I just I hate when that topic is forced into movies. Right. And some people, if, if somebody told me without seeing it, they were like, oh yeah, and they, they do this. They change this character like this. I'd be like, but why? But realistically, it added so much more depth to his character. Yeah, because then you go, as somebody watching it, you go back in your, well, I did. Mm-hmm. And I went back on the previous movie and I was trying to pick apart um, the nuances between his younger character yeah. and his, uh, I guess, not really his interest, but just the way he acted around Eddie, you yeah. know, and then try to try to figure out, like try to put that together to see mm-hmm. if it made sense. And, and yeah, that, that was definitely one, one instance where it, it was needed. Yeah. It was I necessary. thought it was dope. So yeah, that's my choice. Good pick, good pick, Joel. All right. So a lot of mine are going to be very much the same <laughs> because I'm a basic bitch and I like the same things and that's it. <laughs> All right. So uh favorite movie for me was star Wars rise of, rise of Skywalker. Because obviously I've grown up with this series forever. I started watching oh, yeah. that when I was probably five, and uh, didn't know what the hell I was watching with the first movie, <laughs> and just got just hooked the moment I started watching it. And ever since I've rewatched the movies every single year, over and over again, all the books, all the games, all the comics, you, you name it. If it's Star Wars, I know about it. Mm-hmm. And for me, I, I I don't quite understand why people don't like it. There is a segment out there that does not appreciate the last movie but for me as a, a long time fan like 25 plus years of just star wars goodness yeah it it just hit so many benchmarks for me just the things that i would have liked to see and just good closure points that i don't know i left with the biggest smile on my face ever and i cried three times and then i went and rewatched it again literally two hours later that's awesome and still loved it the second time Okay. Knowing full well what was going to happen, it was still extremely enjoyable, and uh, yeah, it just it, for me it was a good cap on the entire saga. Knowing that it's all done, like there is going to be no more 
Luke Skywalker and, mm-hmm. and, and Leia and Han and Chewie and all that stuff. That they're they're done. Their story is done. It was bittersweet and just <laughs> perfect. And everything about that movie was the pacing. Everything was just perfect for me. We're and gonna be getting into that. We'll dig in later. Trust <laughs> yeah. me. I, I I am trying to gloss over because Rudy hasn't seen it yet and uh yeah it, it just for me it was everything that I want out of a movie and obviously I can probably imagine cooler scenes in my head like this could have been way better but mm-hmm. I know that the writers had intention when they made this movie and and it's their job to make it not my job and mm-hmm. I think they did a fantastic job so I'm completely happy with it so uh I know you said that you've watched it twice, twice. now so uh, would you like? You definitely would say like it's not just like you're in that. No. Uh, I can't even think of the word. Right you're, you're, <laughs> like um, the glow the of the moment. Red. Yeah, you're not in the newlywed moment. Not at all. I would gladly watch it a third time. Nice. Without a doubt. Yeah, it, it's right, that's, it's that's that good, good to me. Yeah, because that the only thing that I was worried about like it just came out like recently, so sure. I just wanted to make sure it's like slave uh, of no. the moment type of deal. Yeah, For- and and that's that's why like uh, that was another reason why like I saw. Hellboy so much is because I was like, is it just me being a fan? But I, I told Steve about this. Like, I, it got better every time I saw it because there was more that I caught up on. And for me, they just did a. They had to pack a lot of content into one movie, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's no small <laughs> feat. And they also had to fix problems with the last movie too, because mm-hmm. that last movie, I will admit, was no bueno. It was not good. <laughs> there were a couple scenes that were awesome, but that movie overall is pretty bad. Uh. So they had to fix a lot of stuff. They had to pack a lot of content and, and just plot and story and progression into it. But they did such a good job at keeping the movie at a good clip. Like, it wasn't boring ever. And the thing that they did well compared to prior movies, I feel like in Star Wars movies, they try to branch out and show new characters. And it's it bring more into the universe. Mm-hmm. And that can be cool as far as world building. But it can convolute and kind of just, like, make other characters seem less important because of it. Definitely. So, this one they just took it and it's all about Faye, uh, I almost said Faye, Ray, <laughs> Finn, and Poe, and it just follows those three basically, and it's a story all about them, and uh, they get their own little moments of just, you know, awesomeness, and it's 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 great. I love it. That's good. Yeah. All right, Steven, close us out. All right. Favorite so movie. Mine. <clears throat> excuse me. Mine was a debate between two movies. You get one, and, fucker. No, I know, no, no, I know, I know. I ultimately, I did come down to one, and it was. Well, give us the first. Give us the first. My the one that, that I didn't that, choose. That it beat out. What is the one yeah, that? Yeah, that what's that? What's that honorable the, mention? The honorable mention was Shazam. Okay. Because. I don't need because. Just tell us the no, next one. Right. Right. Shazam. That I wanted great. that, that to be the first, one, but. And, and if going over, like you said, like not just the, uh, how many times you watched it, mm-hmm. but like investment and build up, I had to go with Endgame. Okay. Um, because not a bad. You choice. know, I'm not I'm not the hugest giant Marvel fan. Everybody knows that I root for DC, and I mm-hmm. really like Shazam because it it pulled DC a little bit back out of the rut that it's in, but it still just came off to me not as like i wasn't invested as as i was into these movies yeah and with endgame um it was it was kind of like an event to me and the kids and everybody you know like we waited forever it was like i personally was like all right i need to see how they close off some of the shit mm-hmm. and you know i didn't like some of it and i think infinity war is way more rewatchable 
but I still really like in the moment of watching it. Yeah, I was like, yo, like this is this. It was a great movie to me at that moment. It still is. It still holds up. It's still a good movie. And like the some of the you know like the the death of Tony. Mm-hmm. You know that's something that no matter what, as a movie person, you're like, damn. Yeah, it's it's gonna be an iconic scene it, throughout the years. Yeah, you know, and sure. um, but I mean, you know, with Marvel. You know, it's always like I like them, but I I I don't know if it's maybe just like that that like why the fuck isn't DC doing what they're doing type of deal? Because <laughs> you know I, I love those characters a little bit more, but um I think the solid investment that I've had with these characters, and then um you know like the uh, saying goodbye like Captain America, you know like stuff like that that paid off in the end. I was I was a little bit happy with the way that they sent him out and um, excited for. The fact that it closed out this chapter and now there's going to be all this space travel stuff that leads open to other things. And plus there's uh, more chances to see, you know, mutants, mm-hmm. um, Fantastic Four. You know, I know they're going to do the what they did with the Guardians. They're going to do with the, um, the Eternals. The Eternals. Um, but I'm just optimistic of what they have to come. And I think that with just the event that they held around this, like the anticipation, the buildup that I looked at that. Cause I, like I told Juan earlier, like he said, uh, I, you know, I don't know. understand why people pick on star Wars. I thought it was a good movie. And I'm like, I thought it was too. The fun factor is really what I'm starting to realize. I go for like, did I have fun while I was there? And with, the um, with the end game, I had, I, I had a lot of fun. Like it was like a, a roller coaster for real. Like you're like, oh shit, okay, they're closing this out. Then <gasps> this is happening. All oh, the fights, you know, they this dude died. Like it was everything all in one movie, and that's what I really appreciated about that. So that's what that's why I got my vote. Okay, I, I can dig it. I yeah. can dig it. And I wanted to, I wanted to be, like honestly, I'm with Steve. It, like it's the biggest buildup I've ever seen in the past. You know what was it? Twelve years? I yeah. think so. Yeah. And it's just like it's it was bigger than anything I've ever seen. And I wanted to say like Endgame, but I almost felt like it would be somebody else's choice as well. But it was just like I I didn't know. Like I didn't want to be cliche. You know what I mean? Like oh that's. But it it really was. It's it really that biggest movie or biggest event that we've yeah. ever seen. You know, in cinematic history. Like, I mean, it beat out the the uh, the Batman v Superman. To me, Batman v Superman was an event. Like I was like, "Oh shit, here we go. We got two great actors, mm-hmm. dope ass director. This is the thing." And then it hit, and I st- I loved the movie, but like for some reason, it just kind of fizzled out because they didn't follow up yeah. very good with the next. Where this one, a majority of the movies, I was like, "Yo, they fucking like I, you know, I'm I'm not gonna hate. Like I, I loved." a lot of the Marvel movies leading up to it, like, I can't take that away from them, that they entertained the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. And this this buildup was just, like, something that I couldn't overlook. Like, it's a feeling. Yeah. It's more of a feeling of, like, oh, shit, anticipation, buildup, so. I just remembered, that was the movie of that, like, the worst movies of the decade. What? Batman versus Superman. Oh, wait, okay. What? They said I that mean, was the worst, and I was like, that's not that's, the worst yeah, movie. That's not the worst Avatar movie. Avatar is way worse than that. Wow. And, uh, see, I, I actually so, kind of... So, in, MCU fan uh, boy. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I was oh, like, man. I, I, so, that movie has flaws, of course, but I thought it was good. Yeah, I enjoyed I mean, it. The, I think the flaws I, are very minimalistic. If anything, it's just Batman kills and, uh, I mean, 
You, you gave Superman <laughs> some weird. Yeah, you, you, you gave him more characteristics than Doomsday he normally had. Weird. Yeah, Doomsday's character design, but I mean, shoddy CGI is pretty prolific in yeah, like superhero Dude, films. I ain't gonna lie, man. When Wonder is... Woman's song came on, that oh, shit yeah. was the hypest thing ever. <laughs> and like, no lie, like this is a common thing around my house. Are you seriously watching that again? Because I watched <laughs> Batman v Superman. Like, if I'm, because now it's on like it's on like HBO and Cinemax and so. Mm -hmm. So like, if I'm flipping through the channels and it's on, I just stop. And I'm like, all right, this that I'm director's done. cut is mm, way good. Is good. Yeah. Yeah. If you oh, haven't yeah. seen that, you guys, you guys need to check that out because it gives it, better, it, it better overview of the whole movie. Wine. It gives you <laughs> what the director wanted to give you. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, kind of like what everyone's been asking for for the longest time. But no, uh, I mean, shit, that movie, if you think about it alone, that nightmare scene ending with the flash. Oh, yeah. Breaking yeah. the damn, like, uh, what is it, the time, uh, space time continuum? Yeah. Like, that scene, I remember just watching the nightmare, seeing the Omega sign fucking burned into the earth and the parademons flying down. I was like, what the fuck? So fucking good is happening, and then just to be woken up by a goddamn portal opening and seeing Barry Allen stand yep. Like I remember in theaters in the IMAX, I was like, "What the fuck?" Like yeah. it was, it was like one of the hypest moments I've ever had in cinema. To this day, that's the only movie I ever seen in IMAX. Oh wow, really? Yeah. And that was a dope movie to see in IMAX. Oh yeah, perfect. Oh, yeah. Oh, one, yeah. Of the, one of the things I was gonna say is that like. This all happened during the time of like the MCU's buildup and stuff. Yeah. So when that happened, I was like, "Oh wow, DC's gonna do the same shit. Awesome! Like I'm down. Like we got because they already at that point when you see the Omega sign, you're like, oh, okay. Like let's you know like yeah, breadcrumbs. You, you know what the fuck that is. And I'm like, oh, dope. He's <laughs> a breadcrumbs. We're gonna we're gonna like we're gonna lead up to it. And now we have two fucking supervillains to like to watch mm -hmm. and. We didn't. And the so. two of the, the two dopest. Yeah, yep. that's what I'm saying. Like that, then, uh, that was so much at that point in time. So hype about it. But then And then know, fans of you know one series <laughs> ruined the other. <laughs> it's not funny enough. <laughs> Fucking something's bleeding. Uh yeah, no, that definitely does not like <laughs> Justice League deserves that if, if 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 we're gonna be that like picky of a fucking fan and say that a DC movie because no DC movie belongs at top, number one worst movie of the decade. Ever. But if like if a fan was actually taking his time and was like, I want to shit on DC properly, okay, throw Justice League up there. I don't give a fuck. Like it was bad. Squad. Yeah, like but Thank no you. way in hell does it belong. Like does BBS? Oh, yeah. It was BBS is, yeah, BBS is nah, one of yeah. the fucking best. Like. One of the best DC movies Captain ever Marvel made. Captain Marvel was shittiest Marvel movie yeah, ever. Yeah, Captain Agreed. Marvel was shit. Agreed. Like, yeah, it was all right. It was all right, BBS man. is leaps and bounds ahead of Captain Marvel. One of their major complaints in the video was that uh, it didn't have any color in the film. Like, it's, oh it's all God. It's too bland. It's too bland. And oh, I was like, oh, my God. Like, a, I don't know what tonal fucking effect means. I don't know how to capture a tone by visuals. Bitch, it's supposed to be a dark-ass movie. It's supposed to be, like, you're supposed to pull that emotion from there. Gotham isn't going to be sunshine <laughs> and rainbows, little kids. I feel like Zack Snyder has that a lot with his movies, though, where it's, like, that one tone. Yeah, it's you kind know, of his like, thing. What, what, what was that one movie I mean, where it's, like, all... he sepia tone. Yeah, you know he did. <laughs> <laughs> what was that one movie where, like, there's, like, gods and, like, they're on an island and, like, everybody's shiny? 
It's not 300. The Immortals? The Immortals? Is, that, is that his movie? No. No. That seemed like a Zack Snyder so. movie. He's 300. Henry Cavill's actually in that movie. Yeah. In the in the other movie? The Immortals. Oh, see, like, that felt like a Zack Snyder movie to me. I don't think it was, but at it least. it wasn't. Oh, then okay. All right, then never mind. But yeah, um, that's actually a pretty decent movie. That's with Mickey Rourke as yeah. the villain, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that so movie's good. actually fucking kick-ass. There's fuck a fight scene one where the gods come down and they fight this immortal army. Holy shit, dude! If you like in that want some, cave or whatever, yeah, the pit, when yeah. they're glowing, their yeah. armor's mm. like all this gold oh, wow. silk, dude. It, it's a fucking like visually, it's badass. I don't remember the movie because I, I want to say like I was exhausted and I passed out, and I woke up to like some fighting, and I was like wide awake. I was like, holy shit! <laughs> That's the movie that but, got Henry Cavill the job for Superman. Hell yeah! Interesting. Yeah, did not know that. Yep. But yeah, so um, yeah, whoever made that. The worst of yeah. Oh yeah, I was failure. like, well, I wasted ten minutes of my time. All right. Oh, uh, you went all the way down. To I did. One. <laughs> like, it was the top ten. And it was like every uh, every movie was like a minute or two long. I'm like, well, all right, this is a waste of my time. Cool. <laughs> all right, Steve, start us up. Favorite series for 2019, mind you, live action series. Just, live action, yeah, 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 just just right. like the uh, easily segment. Easily, uh, into the Badlands. Oh, totally easily. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, any, yeah. any, any, like, long-format yeah. series. Easily. Yeah. Uh, to me, because I'm just a big fan of, like, kung fu. that old-school kung yeah. fu martial arts feel. And I remember the first time I seen this series, mm-hmm. it was by accident. And I was, like, just, like, for... I remember having this, that feeling of being blown away for the first time watching, like, why the fuck haven't I known about this? <laughs> why hasn't anybody told me about this? Why is this not, like, on my radar? And I mm-hmm. just... After that, I followed the seasons, and um, man, it was just such a good season, good story. Um, the characters, every I was sad to see it end. It ended already. Oh, it's done. Oh wow! I see. I haven't caught up yeah, on this. I'm not sure. Yeah, oh, it did. I right. remember AMC announced it because I was like, "What the fuck?" Because people were pissed. Yeah, and I was like, "Dude, what the fuck?" Because like it was just to me, I was like, "That's what I want. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I want to see. One once a week, just give it to me." It's on Netflix, so, right? Um, yes. Now it is, yeah. Okay. I don't know about AMC. all of them. Is the last? I don't think the last season okay. is on yet. But yeah, I I know that uh, the very first. Two? I just thought it was so gorgeously choreographed. I don't know what it was like the fight scenes, where it was just like watching like a, a Ip Man movie. Mm-hmm. Dope. You know what I mean? So I was like, yo, like this is this is, seriously it was a dope, dope series, and um, yeah, that was my pick. It's just the actors, uh. Uh, not Donnie Yen. Not is it Ludi Lin? Is he not in that? No. No. His name is Sonny in the show. I honestly don't know his name. Yeah, I don't either, but, but I, I, that dude is dope. Uh, Nick Frost, Nick Frost. Was, uh, he's incredible in that series. So Nick Frost you, is in there? Nick Frost yeah, is no, in there. He's, he's not. fucking uh-huh. badass, bro. Yeah, he's fucking dope. Um, and he's his a story, badass martial artist. <laughs> and his storyline gets complex. Like he, He's got depth to his character. He's got a past. It's, it's, Nick Frost is in this? Nick Frost yeah, is dope. Dude. So if you are listening and you aren't aware of what Into the Badlands is, think of a um, dystopian futured Ip Man Western. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, it's, it's like post-apocalyptic Western with like an Ip Man-esque style to it. <laughs> Uh, so fucking good. Oh, it, Daniel Wu. Daniel, Daniel Wu, yeah. Wu. Yes. Um, I was sad he actually just starred in Tomb Raider, the last Tomb Raider installment. Oh, I need to watch which, that. Too. Yeah, it, it didn't do well, and that makes me sad because 
whenever a, a high budget movie like that goes bad, people like are scared to work with people. And oh yeah, I think it'd be straight. I, 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 I really hope so because he he's a really good performer. He's a really good actor. Um, I was yeah, hoping. He, I remember hoping that he was in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I know I, he wasn't. But I was hoping for the same thing. I actually. I respect the guy so much because I was emotionally invested in the character Sonny that he portrays in about an episode and a half. That's all it yeah. took. Like, at first, I watched it, and I was like, this is sweet. But then, like, episode two comes around, and I was like, all right, I'm invested in this character. I want to see what happens. You know who he is? Who? He's from A New Police Story. He's the main kid uh, that that leads that group of kids. Are you that, fucking that kidding fights, me? Yeah, no, that fights against Jackie Chan. I don't know if you guys ever seen the new Police Story, but that no. shit is fire. It's from 2004. Oh my um, god, Jackie he's Chan. A... Yeah, I don't want to go through the story. You guys have to actually check it out. Just okay. He's a baby in that fucking. And the oh Baroness. My god. That was that was another fire character. The mm. lady that played her. Yeah, no, but if if you have not watched it, that that is a solid ass pick. All right, for a favorite of 2019, and it's a really really good series. So if you haven't watched it, if that sounds like anything up your alley, Hell yeah, give at least one episode a shot. I mean, episode one really builds the world in a yeah. good pace, and it still shows you a lot of stuff that's gonna get you hooked. So, Joel, what do you got for us? We're going backwards. I thought we were going around again. Oh, no, snaky. Nope, Hell snaky. yeah. Okay. Uh, so can I have an honorable mention as well? Yeah. Okay. Honorable mention is The Witcher because the uh, game it, is great and the movie, not I the movie, geez, the, the show today. is equally great. And Henry, yep. I, 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 got oh my God. I got one more episode. I'm on episode mentioned. one. Low-key banger, right? <laughs> song. No, it's here. Uh, that, that song comes back in a later episode, and it's fantastic. Yeah. So fantastic. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, that show is is everything that I had hoped for out of a Witcher TV series, and Henry Cavill is, he's Geralt. Like, he just plays it so damn well. I had asked this, I had asked this to Juan earlier. I was like, I'm not familiar with the games, I still haven't played it, I downloaded it, because if you're listening, it's for free on uh, Game Pass on Xbox. Alright. So I downloaded it, and I haven't played it yet, but I was like, Geralt, when I watch him, all I get from him is like, he grunts a lot, and he's very, very, <laughs> yeah. very man of very few words. Yeah. So they'll be like, Witcher, kill this beast. He's like, no. Yeah. Unless you have enough coin. You know, and they're like, yeah, here's a coin. He's like, be back. I told that spot on. That's basically <laughs> him. And, but, so I was like, is that how he's supposed to be? Spot and I was on. like, yeah. And I was like, because I get him, which is now a new character in my like acting things for Henry Cavill, mm -hmm. but then I see a little bit of Superman shine through still. Okay. And some of the scenes with like some of the other characters, so I was like, "Is that how he's supposed to be?" Because if he is, he's killing it. And he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's just Gerald." And I was like, "All right, well, no, he, fucking, he, he fucking killed it." <laughs> he's spot on in that in that uh, role, and I have a major crush on Yana for now because. Oh my god! <laughs> I, was like, boom, boom. I, was, hey, hey, I was sitting there watching it, and I was like. Damn, this hunchback! <laughs> 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 hunchback can get it. <laughs> Jimmy's like, "What are you 
watching. <laughs> she gets much Money business devil woman. <laughs> she gets much hotter way on in the season. But, oh my god. Uh, uh, anyway, so that's my honorable mention. <laughs> no, she, that, that's, that show's great. It's fantastic. If you haven't watched it yet, do it because it is one of the best shows I've seen th- this year. Mm. Uh baby. <laughs> But my favorite series has to, of course, go to the one and only Mandalorian. Uh, that okay. that for me was quintessential Star Wars. Like it, it did so much in world building and just lore and just mm-hmm. fan service and nods to things that are so obscure and random and awesome. It, it's everything I wanted in a series for Star Wars, and yeah. they did it without Jedi. I mean, technically, the child is a Force user. <laughs> But well, we don't know which side. Right. The motherfuckers choking, choking chicks and choking stuff. Chicks. Um, <laughs> but no, that that show it, it does everything so well. And if you haven't watched the last episode, it is hands down my favorite of the entire series. And I literally leaned forward at the end and screamed like, "Oh my god!" When that one thing happens from that one person that I won't spoil for uh, you, uh, you listeners that haven't watched it yet. You're talking about an object, Oof, an object of. of <laughs> Lore. Let's yeah. just leave it it's been in Star Wars canon for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that show, it, it's great. And there's a new season coming, and they've already shown a picture of a Gamorrean guard that I'm oh, hoping to okay. see. So, um, uh, fall 2020, right? Fall 2020. Not, we go. not soon enough. Not soon enough. Not yeah. soon enough. I was Witcher? so mad to find out that was the last episode. <laughs> Motherfucking Witcher is not until 2021. Yep. I'm so sad about that. Damn, you guys are fucked. I know. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, Mandalorian for me was hands down my favorite thing this year. Hard to okay. argue, dude. Um, that, is, that is hard. For me, I actually, honorable mention was The Mandalorian. And this, I actually had two. Um, Stranger Things 3, or season 3. I thought you were going to pick no, that. No, I, I mean, it, for me, it was great because the whole Terminator aspect and everything on it. But uh, my pick is actually The Boys. Um, Ooh, I still haven't seen good. that yet. You've never seen The Boys what? yet? I don't, oh, my yo, God. Yo, I'm cheap. I don't have Amazon Prime, oh, so... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oops. Yeah, it's the shit. Um, if you are into superheroes and you're kind of sick of the whole nobody dies, you know, everybody gets along type of, you know, stuff that you see on in cinema, um, the boys is ready to just be like, all right, yeah, we're done with that. So it's like the super mature s take on superheroes and actually the world they live in. Um, you know, the stuff that you want, you you don't really think of. Like, for example, even the opening to the whole show. Uh, a speedster running into somebody and making them explode. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. not being able to stop himself and just go right through somebody. And they literally explode. And <laughs> body parts are everywhere. I mean, that was the first thing I seen on the show. And I was I was drawn in. And I wanted to know why the hell this happened, where he was going, <laughs> what was going on. And, and that, you mean, that's what they do. And I can't remember the actor's name, the guy that plays the butcher. And uh, Carl he, Urban. Yes. He is Judge Dredd. Dude, he is awesome in the show. Perfect, like anti-hero. You know, somebody that you can root for, but at the same time, you kind of hate. Mm-hmm. Um, character in the show, and just, just that, that, like I was saying, that thing that they take away from superheroes, and they give you something else that you weren't, you weren't necessarily, you're not used to. You're not used to seeing superheroes in this kind of light. Um, I loved, I loved the show. Finished the first season and. I don't know when the second season comes out. Yeah, I don't know when it's dropping. I knew, I know that they did, in fact, drop a trailer. Yes, they did. But I haven't um, gone through and actually checked out when it's supposed to hit. 
Yeah, me either. It, yeah, like Joel said, it's on Amazon. Uh, we get Prime and all that stuff. And the, the thing is, is there's never been anything that I know of that's been on Amazon for me to be like, one his shit on Amazon and Hulu so much. <laughs> yeah, I did, and I was just like, you know, why don't we, I? I pay for this shit. There's nothing to watch. Why am I? Why am I paying for it? But I really do it just for the Prime. Mm-hmm. And then it finally, somebody had mentioned the boys, and I was like, I keep seeing this everywhere. And I, you know, I go on different meme sites, and I would see memes about it. And I'm like, what is this? So watch one episode, and I was hooked. And I think it's also eight episodes. It's something like that. Um, but definitely, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. That's that's my pick for 2019. Well, Joel, you don't have Amazon Prime? Sorry, Joel's not near. Joel has to run to his I'm getting like Skittles, man. Uh, <laughs> are those Skittles in there or those M&Ms? Oh, those are Skittles. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, no, I don't have Amazon Prime. I, oh, okay. I used to, but I was like, you know what? I don't buy a lot from Amazon to begin with. And uh, for 100 bucks for a streaming service, it's not worth it to me. I don't know. Mid-2020, that's when it comes out. Okay. Yeah, I'll uh, get it at some point for just like to binge it all. Look, he's not okay. lying, man. He's not lying. As a streaming service, it, it's, outside yeah, of the it's, show, it's not worth it for a streaming yeah. service. But I mean, those deals though. That's that's <laughs> essentially what it was. It started off as deals, and then I was like, you know what? Mm, I got to find something else because I thought with Prime you got like Prime books as well, but I don't think that applies oh, like there. Kindle and all yeah, that. Yeah, like I thought. I think there's some books that you get, but I thought that was part of the package. But it's just. The movies, and then you get to what you know. Then you get the deals on two day shipping or one day shipping or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, but yeah. So I'm actually gonna use this time to uh, apologize if it acted up at all. Um, so I noticed that my mic was blinking, but I've been watching the levels and it's been picking me up. So I don't know if the cord just unplugged right then and there, okay. and I just fixed it. But if during the, uh, I will be editing this somewhat. So I'll scan through this first part and check and see if like I drop in and out or anything like that. And I'll, I, if needed, I'll, I'll shorten the parts that are blank for me trying to talk. And uh, just wanted to apologize if that is a factor that messes up some part of the episode uh, for you listeners. But. Uh, just know that I am watching. I've been uh, more or less uh, watching mine and Steve's levels just to make sure they're not spiking, acting up. Because as of now, we still don't have a mixing uh, board. Yeah, mixing board. So we're using OBS, and I've been stressed out with this fucking thing when it comes to streaming. So <laughs> it's not the most efficient way to record a podcast. But you know what? We're doing it anyways. So if that did act up at all, uh, I apologize. I'm actually going to hold the cord from now on just to make sure it doesn't do any stupid shit like that. But, um, yeah, no, the, I honestly. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Stating that I have forgotten about it, that was not my secondary choice. My secondary choice was actually gonna be The Mandalorian. Like I, so I took the time to finish it uh, as it came out and everything too. And I, oh my god, I love that show. It was so good. Uh, the last episode, like Joel said, was by far the best one. And pissing me off. <laughs> Uh, so you haven't watched it one? Oh no, I, I've seen it, but okay. I'm, su- I'm super pissed off. Those damn scout troopers, man! Yeah, dude, super pissed off about it. I'm not gonna lie, 
those are probably two of my favorite characters. It was funny in Star Wars. Do you know who the one guy was? Jason Sudeikis. Yep. Yeah, the guy from uh, Horrible Bosses. Yep. Yes. Yeah, Jason Sudeikis. Punch Baby um, Yoda. Yeah. So got so mad. I like, dude. I laughed. Like I was legit laughing out loud during that whole scene. Not because like it was just like oh, in your face humor. It seemed like some shit that me and my friends, like, if we were scout troopers and we were just like, you know, nobody lets us in on the information, we're just sitting there, like, trying to think of what to do. Even the mannerisms of those two, when they were, like, swinging their legs over. Over the and, thing and sitting down on yeah. the scooters. Yeah. yeah, like, everything about them just sitting there, and he's he's trying to, you know, get him to, let me see it. Let no, see man, it. You, you got to see it. I picked it up. <laughs> like, that whole discussion it seemed like some shit that Quentin Tarantino would have written. Right? Yeah, the little so, this dialogue. Yeah, and like even, I know a lot of people are already all pissed off about it because he hit Baby Yoda and this and that. I thought that shit was hilarious. Like, the the first one, I was like, this dude's a dickhead. But the second guy, when he was like, what is it, some kind of pet? And when he bites him and he runs away, <laughs> and then he runs yeah. up and hits it, like, I laughed so hard because I was like, that's some shit that, like, an actual person, like, it didn't seem written. It seemed like an actual person would have been like, fuck. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. Those two characters to me, like, were some of the, like, best written characters. I'm sitting there and shooting at that kid. Yeah, they're they're shooting at that over and over and over yeah. again. And when he shakes his gun, yeah. Like, yeah. Looks at it. oh yeah, so classic. Yeah, that shit was amazing. the The only thing that kept me from picking this one was it at points started feeling like a CW Arrowverse show where there was a filler. There were about four episodes in the season that was a lot of filler, and I I was just like, ah, oh, that sucks. But um, so that that's why it makes it the honorable mention for myself. I, I'm not taking anything from it. It was amazing, but it just wasn't my my favorite of the year. So my favorite of my favorite series for 2019 actually comes in the form of Umbrella Academy. Oh, that was this year? That was February. Oh shit! I actually had to check back in because that seems fucking forever ago too. It was February ninth or twenty yeah 2019. Netflix hitting it out of the park, man. Oh yeah. So. Umbrella Academy for me was my top bi- uh, top pick because I didn't know much about it. I just knew that uh, Gerard Way wrote it, and he is the uh, lead singer for My Chemical Romance. And growing up in, like, I was in high school around 08. That's when I graduated. I listened to My Chemical Romance, and when I found out he was working or they were working on a series that he wrote i was like what the fuck i never knew this dude was in comics like writing so i was uh interested in then and from the very first episode i was completely hooked to me this was the epitome of a perfect season like there was no downtime there was an ensemble cast that i think got more than fair attention for each and every character the effects of it were amazing. The fact that they had a full CGI character in a streaming service series in the form of Pogo, and he looked money. This dude, oh, like, yeah. Pogo looked like Dawn of the Planet of the Apes status. Like, I was like, what the, when the fuck did they bring Caesar into this thing? Oh, yeah. And um, I have since then gone through and checked out some of the comics and everything, and yeah, they grounded it a lot more than they did, but... 
I was so surprised by a lot of the stuff that they did. I knew of the character Luther before I knew of the series because they put out the statue through Dark Horse Direct where it was Luther um, in his comic accurate suit where it's just like a big ass gorilla suit with a human head attached to it and a jetpack and stuff and a like laser gun. And I was like, this dude is fucking dope. Like, mm. This dude is cool as shit looking. And they released the photos of the cast and he's in this like... He looks like Pinhead from fucking Puppet Master. Do you guys remember mm-hmm. that? So he looked like Pinhead. He even had like the gloves on and shit. And I was like, okay, so we got live action Pinhead instead of a Gorilla Boy. That's cool. And there's a very pivotal scene in the show where it showcases him getting his clothes ripped off. Oh, yeah. And when they showed that, I remember I like grabbed my face and I was like, holy shit. Like that to me was so rewarding because I thought they were just going to do the. You know, he's just a big guy. He's really strong, this and that. And his deformity that everybody looked at it as was so cool. But, no, I mean, this this whole thing, it was so complete to me because there was no filler. Every single moment of that felt like it was necessary. And that series, like, in movies, in uh, straight-up series, video games, it had one of the most complete and perfect character arcs i've ever seen in anything like any medium and that was in the form of klaus oh yeah so time traveler no no that's number five klaus is the junkie oh okay so he's played by uh, a kid named um oh i just pulled it up too because i wanted to uh robert robert sheehan she, Sheehan, Sheehan, something like that. So uh, Robert Sheehan, he is actually from the show called The Misfits. I watched this way back when it was like a uh, um, British show, almost their take of the X-Men, but like if the X-Men were raunchy. And he plays this really dickish, immortal character. But I was excited when I saw that he was on the cast because he actually gets booted off The Misfits in like season two for like no reason uh they him and the director had a fallout and Mm. they just wrote him out and i hated it and i actually i thought the show suffered horribly for it but um when i saw that he was in here i was like okay this makes it even like more my my speed and he has one of the best arcs i've ever seen like he goes from being this useless junkie ass character who's you know he's being like every like pothead crackhead cousin who's just like stealing from you doing all this and that like ruining your life and he comes out and becomes like his storyline is just so powerful and to see what he becomes afterwards is super fucking cool and satisfying to watch like the whole uh story unfold so to me, I, I thought Umbrella Academy just knocked it out of the park. And if you have not watched it, it's incredible, uh, especially for being a smaller publisher story that not any like nobody really even knew about. Right. Uh, I'm talking like in a major fan base of like nerd culture. There are I mean, of course, it got picked up, so it has a huge fan base. But I'm saying when this came out, people were just confused on what it was. So um I really did enjoy that, and that is why that picked, or I picked that for my favorite of 2019. That was my nice. thing too with that with that show is uh, I I like to consider myself pretty in the know with comics mm-hmm. for the most part. I had never heard of that comic before that show came out, and then the first episode came out, 
and I wanted to know everything about that comic book <laughs> afterwards. So it's it is very good. I love that show. Yeah. So uh, that comic actually introduced me to one of my favorite artists. Now his name's uh, Gabriel Ba, mm. and uh, he has he's got a brother who's just as talented, named uh, Fabio Moon, and just amazing, amazing artist. But yeah, if you've not checked it out, that is my pick, and I would recommend it to anybody to check out. So snaking back this way, I'm going to be starting this one off again. Uh, and my favorite comic book series of 2019. This one actually, it took me a while because I have a, a pretty big backlog of things that I've been catching up on, doing this and that. But I really wanted to pick something that stood out to me in this year alone. Like that, that, that came out. So this book actually is... It's on issue three right now of a four-part miniseries, um, and I went about it the same way that I did Hellboy on the fact that I chose to watch this, like watch that uh, the most in theaters. And this book is probably one of the only ones this year that, as it came out, like that day or that weekend, whenever I had time, I had to make it to a comic shop because I I wanted to read it. And uh, that comes in the form of Dark Horse's miniseries, Count Crowley. I think you so mentioned that before. Yeah, so I've talked about it before. I don't know if it's Crowley or... I, I want to say it's Crowley. Um, I heard somebody in interview say Crowley, so it always confuses me. But I'm pretty sure it's Crowley. Um, so Dark Horse's Cro uh, Count Crowley is the series that follows somebody who's um, a host of an anthology series. But it's a comedic horror story and it's this person who's being dropped into this um large like vast world of monsters and everything that they didn't know existed and it's just super cool because i mean I, i've mentioned this before it pulls a lot of strings from my nostalgia so it's it does seem like a, a peace period i don't know if these people just dress old or if it is in fact a peace period um oh no no, no it is yeah i want to say it's based in the 80s and um growing up we used to watch like tales from the crypt and everything like that and the crypt keeper was the host of that like anthology oh, yeah. series so once i once i found out that that's like the the synopsis of the character i was like okay this is cool as shit um but on top of that the artwork is amazing and the fact that there's monsters and like a horror element it's like all things that would like scream to me so uh, there are a lot of different things that I really enjoyed this year. There was J.J. Uh, Abrams' Spider-Man. I really enjoyed the take that he uh, put out with his son. There are other series that I'm already into that I think put out great content. But legit, this book is something that I wasn't expecting to be like, hey, I need to go to the comic shop because the next issue just came out. <laughs> so um, that is why I picked Count Crowley from uh, Crowley. God, that interview is going to mess you up. Yeah, it's one of those. Count something. Yeah, Count Crowley from Dark Horse Comics. The Count. <laughs> oh, is it on me? All right, so you guys, as you guys know, I don't read much comics, so my, my list is very shorthanded. I did read Oblivion Song, but that was like, was that two years ago already? 2018. Okay, so it was a year ago. So that's the newest thing that I've read, and I have to say that that's probably, I'm just going to pick that. Because I haven't read anything <laughs> 2019. So that's that's my pick. 
I mean, it's well deserved though. That it book is well is deserved. But amazing. Have not read anything yeah, so this we'll, year. We'll give Juan the pass because yeah, Juan doesn't make it out to uh, many comic shops or anything like that. So this is tough for me. <laughs> I, I do have also a very big back catalog, mm-hmm. like very, 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 very big. And I try to get through as fast as I can, but it's just I don't know. I've got so many other hobbies that it's tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but understandable. With that in mind, I don't know. I Oblivion Song is great. That would be an honorable mention since it is a, a comic from last year, but it's still ongoing. Yeah. For me, I guess as far as a new comic that I have read, I would go probably with House and Powers of X. Okay. To me, it was a, a pleasant surprise. Like, I've read X-Men comics in the past, you know, five, ten years, and they just aren't good. And hearing that Hickman was writing this had me intrigued. Seeing the artwork had me even more interested. And then actually reading it, I was like, you know what? This is really well done across the board. Like, there's nothing wrong with this comic. It is just a fantastic story. It's it's well thought out. It's got beautiful artwork. And that was a big surprise to me for X-Men comics because they just have been trashed lately. So yeah. I would love to pick something non-superhero oriented because I like to support original ideas and new stories that are not just super superhero oriented but for me that was the the nicest of things to read was a good x-men comic finally bro what gold balls did i don't Dude. think anyone's ever thought of before so that's pretty original gold balls, gold gold balls. balls. i mean that name alone <laughs> the balls of this character no that's yeah that's the shit from all the love and affection it's getting from fans that's that's a solid pick. Mm. I mean, yeah, I, I know, like you said, you wanted to, you would like to pick something outside of the mainstream, but I mean, they're doing it right, Ken. Yeah, it's just you, good. You can't, you can't really yeah. complain if it's doing something proper. It got me back into X Men, and no comic in the X Men franchise in the past mm-hmm. decade has done that. Besides so, Wolverine, I guess I always stick with Wolverine. But I mean, that's Charles Soule. Bro. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you're, you're not gonna go wrong with that. That that one. Well, I mean, technically two different, you know, ongoing series. There was like what four, four or five issues a piece. But those yeah. those two comics got me back into a, a series that I loved as a kid and forgot as an adult. So, yeah, well deserved then. Yeah. well deserved. Stephen. <laughs> All right. So for me. I would actually have to say the one comic that I did read that I was very impressed with came from Matt Rodriguez, and it was Disciple Six. Okay, there you go. Um, I he had get I we had ordered it on the Kickstart, mm-hmm. and we had gotten it. And to be honest with you, I didn't get a chance to read it forever. Like I got it, and I just kind of like did the thing where you open it and look over it. Yeah, and I didn't get a chance to read it. And then um, I went on a. Uh, I went on a little comic binge here recently where I haven't been collecting comics or reading comics for the past year and a half. Um, Sucks, but that's just what it's been. And the other day I was like, yo, I really, really missed reading a comic book. So I brought a bunch of them with me to work, and that was one that I read. I did finish Oblivion Song since we talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazing. Looking forward to the second chapter I'm going to get this weekend so I can have something to read at work. And then, um, but I did read the Hulk, read the Hulk Vereens. Oh, the Batch Age. <laughs> yeah, I almost said Preparation actually, Age, which was, <laughs> <laughs> which was actually pretty good. Like I ain't gonna lie, it was pretty good. Though. But Disciple Six, for it being an original story and some of the artwork in it was amazing, 
and there was this one part that Matt had kind of told us about before, mm -hmm. and I, I like we were just in the moment. I was like, oh, that sounds cool, and I didn't think about it, and I caught myself reading that part, and then like afterwards laughing because I thought back to him telling me about it, and it's when um, Griffin, one of the characters, is singing i think we're alone now as he's watching over people and he's going to stop mm -hmm. a scene for uh, something from happening you know matt was so mad when umbrella academy came out because there's actually a the very first episode uh they close out with that song mm -hmm. in such a, in such a good fashion like they uh everybody in the house remembers like why they hate each other and uh, they put that music on and they all start. It, it does this really cool pullout scene to show every room Montage. in the house and they're all dancing. That and song? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like really cool. But I remember I saw that and I was like, oh no. Because <laughs> I remembered Matt <laughs> talking about he, he He was like, I had this idea that I, I, I want to put this song that not many people know about. And he said, I just really like the lyrics. And he's like, so I want to put it in there, like, so you kind of sing it. And I was like, that's a really fucking cool idea. And then the, as soon as, like, I'm all into the episode and that scene comes out, I was like, no. no, oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> and then uh, Matt actually commented on that. Like, he posted something uh, as a status that he was upset that they did that. <laughs> that was the other good thing about that show, to go back to it real quick, is it had great music. The soundtrack and, oh, was great. fantastic mm -hmm. music. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh. Yeah, so to, to touch on the Disciple 6, um, again, an, another great choice. I, I'm actually happy with, like, everybody's pick for this. Um, I, I love uh, people. I, I don't want anybody to sit there and think, like, we, like, Steve did that, like, just, uh, like, you know, support Holland creatives and stuff. If, if you have not done that, first off, you're an asshole because you should support local <laughs> regardless. But Matt Rodriguez puts heart and soul into his writing, into oh, yeah. his characters. I mean, and, what the whole time he was here doing his interview? Yeah, like he I had a sketch pad out and he was just working. But that's the thing, he was coherent. Like he was in the conversation. I'm so excited about and, it too. And that's what I was going to tell you too. I don't think it was so much like the fact that you weren't paying attention. It was just his love for it. I caught like I caught myself we've interviewed him a few times and had him on the show just bullshit and he actually sat through an episode after his thing. But when he talks about something that he's so passionate about, you get like lost in that man. Yeah. <laughs> like he's got them like dreamy eyes or something. You're just <laughs> like, you're like, hey, tell me more. <laughs> but so like, I think that could have been one of the issues where you were like, right. you're like, I, I forgot that he said that. It's just, there's a lot to take in. Yeah. But um, no, his, his writing is so from the heart and something that he's passionate about that you know he wants to get off the ground. I just went back and read um read through Defenders of Eden. Yeah, Defenders of Eden. Uh the first issue because he just got the the um the second issues in for the kickback uh Kickstarters. And so I was like, all right, I, I want to read back through this cuz I read it when it first came out. Yeah. And I forgot like how good it was. It legit felt like I was reading through an old eighties, nineties cartoon, like the way the characters are introduced, the way um, they interact with each other and everything. And even up to the closeout battle, like I was just like, holy shit, this is Saturday morning cartoons in a fucking book. Yeah. But like, it's done so well. You can tell like the, it's, these aren't just characters that he was like, this dude would be cool. This like, these guys are fleshed out and, even from like their design to like the little things that they say about themselves, it was just incredible. So yeah, I 
don't think that we're sitting here just trying to like oh yeah that was like my favorite book it, it's he's got a valid point i mean you don't have to be sponsored by even image or dark horse to be like hey that's the only way it's gonna be good there are good ass books that are locally done that are small publication done i mean source point press does a lot of good shit themselves so yeah i mean good choice good choice and we are on to video games, and like we have said before, we are snaking this bad boy. So, Steven, what was your favorite video game of 2019? Favorite video game was Apex Legends. Hey, me too. Hey, me too. Well, mine for a particular reason. out. Mine was because um, I play. I always play video games, and I always play them solo. I always play video games like even if Call of Duty and all that. I play the campaign modes, and when I will, um, when I do play, the um, like I'm like I barely ever played online before. To be honest with you, I I was like I don't know if this is a real thing. Social anxiety in video game world. I'm sure. Yeah, sure. I don't like dealing with randos. And I never really played with people a lot until I started playing with Rudy during the PUBG thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when I started playing PUBG, it was like, yo, all right, so this is like having my homeboy in the fucking house with me, like just playing through the headset. Like I never really played a lot like that. So then when Apex hit, it was like something new and it was something that I was experiencing for the first time with you guys. And then on top of it, it was like something that I was becoming invested in with the characters Mm-hmm. and um the seasons and stuff it's like it was kind of like a first for me as far as like diving deep into a game that i've been there since the beginning and i've been like really big into it that i've shared with people because i'm always like so like um devil may cry type games rise type games like where it's just me by myself at the house play the shit out of it until i beat it and then i'm done have you ever but, played call of duty like any call of duty game yeah Oh yeah, games. you okay? Yeah, we. I play all of them, but I only play campaigns, and I never play the multiplayer online. That's crazy. Okay, so then I don't. I was gonna say I know where this stems from. It's a fourteen-year-old. It's not told you that he had sex with no. your mom back in the day. That's not, <laughs> no. that's not it either. I, I no, feel like that. That's a chat anxiety. It's like even when we play when we would play um. Friday I was the kidding, 13th. fucker. Uh huh. <laughs> no, when, when I would play Friday the Thirteenth. Like, everybody be there and like, where's your mic? Who's got a mic? This dude doesn't got a mic. How are we going to communicate? And I'm like, I don't want to fucking talk to you guys. Like, I don't know none of you motherfuckers. Same. Yeah. Like, I have nothing to say to you. I play micless all the time. Yeah. And that's how I've always been. And then it was like when we started playing PUBG that I started like, like, oh, okay, well. It helps you let loose. Yeah, so. Uh, I really haven't. Like, I haven't been like the trash talker that I could be. <laughs> But I'm just like, whatever, I'm just there to play. And uh, But the thing is, the thing that I love about this is I suck so horribly at this game. And I talk so much shit. And I think that's <laughs> in everything. But I just, like, I'm not the best player by any means at this game. But it's just so much fucking fun to me. And I think it's more fun because when I would usually play, I'm just playing with you guys. And that just makes it all the best for me, so... Yeah, I uh, so my favorite thing about it is wearing my Steven size backpack and carrying him around <laughs> like, like Baby Yoda. <laughs> you are the Mandalorian. No, uh, so yeah, this game was my top pick as well, and it's solely based on hours put into it. Um, but I, I completely agree with Steve that that's another main factor that dives into me like picking it for my my number one. 
Apex Legends really, I mean, I wish I could just keep playing PUBG. I, I, I've said it before. I Boo. love, I love the, the style of play for it. Boo. It's a lot slower paced. <laughs> it's a lot more tactical um, because yeah, you could just get run up on and just get shot and killed in two seconds flat. As to where Apex Legends, you can get into like a 20-second gunfight point blank. Because you both have gold shit on, and like it's it's a lot different style of gameplay. So I like the tactics of PUBG, but Apex Legends really created a more complete game, and they introduced something that I loved and that I really really wanted from a battle royale, which was uh, characters. Like each character has their own special quality, each like almost like a uh, presenting a class to a battle royale. And um, I thought that was, like, the coolest shit because it wasn't just, like, oh, I want to make my guy look like fucking Bruno Mars, like, Asian Bruno right. Mars, how my PUBG character is. And it was, like, okay, I want to drop as Bangalore because I like the attributes and I play better as her. Or I can use Gibraltar because I'm more defensive. Like, it really took time invested into trying out each character and be, like, this is my guy. This is my girl. Or for me, this is my robot. Like, it took that time to really figure out who you were in that game. But the other thing that I really love is I've been, like, best friends with the same group of guys since kindergarten. I, I can still, like, happily say I have the same friends that I have had since kindergarten. But as the years went on, we've kind of drifted apart. And uh, now all of us have kids. Um, one of us is married. So, you know, things just, life happens. You don't really get to see him as much anymore. And over the last, I, I would say, five months or so, we've really, it's almost like we picked back where we left because of Apex Legends. Like, we all found out that, oh, we all play this. So now every Friday, Saturday pretty much is dedicated to, okay, the kids are out hop online and we're playing for like two three hours and we're just bullshitting the whole time and it just feels like it did back in high school which that's really cool to me that this game brought that back and i mean there's the same shit talking to each other uh i mean the way we can like work a team together is like really cool to actually see that we still have that but so that's why i picked it. i mean there's a lot of different reasons for it but those uh, two things, the the class involvement in the Battle Royale and, like Steve said, like the uh, party and the camaraderie that it brings with your team. I think just the dropping in and out of games, being able to play a session in, like, 15 minutes and be done with it, or you can go, like you said, for three hours. Mm -hmm. um, it's very easy to just get in and be like, all right, I'm, I just want this one game, and then I'm out. And then... Get out. No, it isn't. You know what I mean? And then just be done. You need the dub, though. Yeah, I mean, like, it's always, you, always, yeah, you always got the people on your team. Game. Hey, man, you really going to leave right now? We'd even win. And one like, more game. Yeah, just one more game. And it's always, and it's that, it, dude, it's like a drug. Because honestly, you could want to play for like 10 minutes. That shit will last forever. So, I mean, it's it, the reason I did pick this game for my game of the year is the same reason hours in. I think I played. Bless you. Over, I don't know, 1,200 games 
or something like it's got to be close to like 1200 1500 games you gotta bump those numbers yeah get on my kill level how about that and then so uh, <laughs> i got the best kd here no you don't yeah i do what is your kd, what, what is your KD? challenge uh oh, shit. i want to say one point something mine's one two nine one two nine don't I owe all of your shots or something like that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I won that August or that October thing for sure. I forgot about that. You might go bowling at Bam. I'm I'm down with that. You said you gotta pay for all of it. Whoa, no. <laughs> yeah. I want no. the shoes too, bitch. I'll buy you all like a couple of things of beer. I don't know. Oh, but yeah, no. So it was just time put in and stuff. It took me. I hated this game. Like when it first came out, I hated this game because I couldn't get a win for like the first month. It was like first month, maybe two months. No, everybody here was bragging about, one. oh, yeah, I got a win. I got I this done. I this game for And I couldn't win. Like, for I could I could be the best player on the team. <laughs> I could have, like, a great game. But then when I get down to, like, the the, the top five, I'd to fucking die. Just die. I would just die. And then I finally got that taste of, like, victory. And, like, I, I, I was hooked. <laughs> like, I needed it. Like, that thrill of, like, you being the last three squads. Or even the last two squads, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't know where the person's at, and then you find them. And it's like, all right, we're just going to go in, and we're going to fucking... Everybody knows that feeling now, but, like, the initial feeling of that, that was... It was like a drug. And oh, that shit still gets my heart going. <laughs> like, when you realize two squads left, and you're, like, going, you, like... It's like the whole room goes dark, and you funnel on that screen, right. and you just... You get that kill bill Pretty much. Victor will be like, this game has potential. But yeah, so <laughs> that's why I chose this game. My my honorable mentions were Devil May Cry 5 and Mario Maker 2. Yes, Devil May Cry 5. And that's 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 my choice. Oh, yeah. Joel. And maybe God of War 4. Okay, so you all picked Apex. I feel yes, very sir. left out. So honorable mention, <laughs> honorable mention, Apex. Because that game was great. Mm-hmm. I loved playing with not only you guys, but all my buddies. It's just, it's fun. It really playing is. Playing with PD was fun. Dude, he's, uh, <laughs> he's a loot goblin. Oh, oh my god, god bro. Yes. I've never wanted to slap somebody through the microphone as hard as PD. He just charges ahead and grabs whatever he <laughs> gets. Loot get. goblin of the year. Like, you could, you could, like, not loot to pick his ass up, and he'll run over while you're picking the other person up, and you go to your, like, like your kills, and it's just a white box. Yep. It's like, bro, they had fucking purple. And then, and then it's like, where is it all at? Like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man, that game gets my blood boiling, too. <laughs> so, uh, honorable mention, I forgot that Apex even came out this year. It's been so long. It's been mm-hmm. a long-ass year, man. It I don't even know. Uh, so, for me, my, my favorite game of the year is not a new game that came out this year, but <laughs> caveat... It had a major, major addition and a major, major update to the game, so mm-hmm. it's technically new-ish. Yep. And that is, of course, I told you, I'm a basic bitch. <laughs> Same Hello. things. I'm a, I am a man of simplicity. Oh, now I know I, what the I fuck was, it is. I've been pretty basic so far. I mean, Hellboy, Apex Legends, I think it's Umbrella not, Academy was really the, the curveball for me so far. All right, it's not <laughs> Star Wars, all right, but it's Ooh. something that I love, and that is Halo. So the Master Chief Collection had a new update, not even a month ago, that mm. added Halo Reach to the game and completely overhauled the multiplayer. And for me, this was what I was waiting for. Reach is my favorite game. Rob Siegel's wrong. That game is great. <laughs> <laughs> He's wrong a lot, Dude, though. His opinions are the worst sometimes. <laughs> I'm going to put that as a poll. <laughs> are Rob's opinions the worst sometimes? Tag, tag yes. Is 
I hope he's the only one that votes no on that. It'd be great. <laughs> but no, uh, Halo Reach is my favorite. It has the best story. has the best multiplayer. People be hating on the uh, armor lock and the multiplayer, but they just don't know how to counter it because they suck. But <laughs> no, Halo for me is my, my all-time favorite game. It's the first game that I ever played for the first console that I had ever bought myself. It was my... That's awesome. It was it. That was the game. Mm. And I have been hooked ever since. And for me, I wanted to reach on the console proper, not a backwards compatible port over, like an actual proper Xbox yeah. One version of the game. And it took forever. They weren't going to do it. And they finally put it on the system. And it it still, after, God, like seven, eight years looks beautiful and runs just so <laughs> perfectly and the multiplayer is still great for this for me this game is like the love letter to halo fans like it, it literally has every single game in one collection except for the newest one which is halo 5 and everything runs silky smooth now so all those technical woes that came out the first few years of the release of this of this collection they aren't there anymore the multiplayer is is booming because it's also on PC now too for the first time. So there's never been a better time to hop back into Halo for for new people mm-hmm. uh, or people that haven't played in a while. And for me, getting to go back into those games that I have gone through dozens of times and, and just remember those moments where I got stuck or I found a really cool thing and going back into multiplayer and be able to just like hop in and know exactly where to go in a map and exactly where to have fun. That even though it's an old game, it, it felt so fresh and so just, just great. Welcome to the animation portion of this uh, 2019 highlight show. Uh, animation, of course, is anime and animation merged together. Sexy. So, following suit, we're going to start off our favorite of 2019 with anime. So, Joel, what is your favorite 2019 anime? Well, it's it's no surprise. My favorite, favorite, favorite anime this year has, of course, been My Hero. It always is. It always will be. Uh, season 4 just dropped about a month and a half ago, and it has been really, really good so far. I'm mad, though, because for some reason, the simulcast has not been working great this past weekend. Ooh. So I haven't been able to watch the new episodes. I am a snob, and I yeah, can't read subtitles. I need to, I need to listen to what they say. So I gotta wait a week to watch the simulcast of the uh, not even a simulcast anymore. It'd be just a straight up dub, straight up dub <laughs> uh, for next weekend. So, but no, they're about ten episodes in so far, I think, and it's been just top notch story for, from the very beginning. So, my hero. All right, I have yet to start that. Oh, I'm still Damn. on season two. Yeah, I, I need I need to watch it. I just Pedro, I fix your fucking Hulu, dude. Because I can't. Can, you guys can just borrow my Funimation, yo. That works. Yeah, give it to me. <laughs> Live on air? No, I, I don't want like. However many people listen to this podcast, I don't Rob want them to Siegel listen. Rob Siegel said, "Call me something." Huh? <laughs> I got good opinions now. Wait, is it on me? It uh, is on you. Okay, yeah. All right. So for my anime, okay. So I watched anime this year, but all my shit was hold. I wa- I finished that Neon Genesis Evangelion, whatever, uh, Evangelion, mm-hmm. but that's from like. 1980 something <laughs> and then uh, but okay so the, my choice on here and i wrote this and this is the newest thing that i watched um was love death and robots oh that was good so it has anime oh, it has dope. anime in it but it also has animation yeah but it does have anime in it i i, I almost want to say that the first episode was like a cgi anime type of deal but that would be 
my favorite thing that I watched that was anime this year. If you if you considered it. Um I don't know if you guys watched the whole thing. I watched like a half of it, I think. Okay. Um I watched all I of watched it. it. All of it. Oh, you watched all of it, Steve? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I watched all of it. I'm waiting for uh, season two. I don't remember when that's supposed to drop exactly, but they it's... just announced it, though. Huh? Oh, they did? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Yeah, so it's an anthology. It's got, like, Animatrix style. It's got different types of uh, art styles, which was really cool, and every episode's a different story. Um, But, yeah, that was my favorite thing. That is something I have yet to watch as well. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, so y'all are about to make an uh, exception for me as well because Juan making that comment. Yo, are you I kidding thought, me? I thought we were going to pick the same thing. Oh. So I was like, wait up, let me go check the dates on this. And this is legit the only anime that I've watched this year. Uh, I went back and watched like uh, the early episodes of My Hero and stuff sure. like that. But I this is the only new anime that i've watched this year and that is castlevania that on netflix was good. Oh, that was good that was yeah good. and I, good. I i honest to god thought the second season came out early this year i thought so too no yeah, it, it came out october oh halloween last year yeah last year so I, that confused the shit out of me but um yeah because even when i was uh when we were going out to well actually no that makes sense because netflix says new episodes if you haven't like watched it sure. so I thought that that meant they just released because that's when I started watching it. I was watching Doom Patrol and then something else on the plane. And I looked over and Marcy was watching Sex in the City and it was the episode of Doom Patrol where Brandon Fraser's getting it in. Oh, yeah. And then I realized like there were boobs on both of our phones at the same time. <laughs> so I was like, I should probably watch something else. So I downloaded some Castlevania and I blasted through the first and second season yeah hype um yeah fucking amazing um so yeah i apologize i really really thought that this came out 2019 i was wrong but regardless that is my pick for this year uh the thing that really pulled me in at first was the animation style and the fight the scenes. fighting dude the fight scenes yep. were incredible way good oh, yeah. but on top of that, I was a really big fan of uh, the voice actor for Belmont. Oh, yeah. So um, the those of you that aren't familiar with him, his name is Richard Armitage. Armitage? Is that his name? Armitage? Armitage? I think it's Armitage. Okay. So he, to me, I know he played in The Hobbit and stuff. I've yet to watch The Hobbit. Um, I don't waste your time. <laughs> all right, man. It's nah, all right. man. It's, 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 it's two movies too long. <laughs> it was all right. Weren't there only two movies? Three. Holy shit! What? Yeah, yeah. it's it's that third movie. Oh, the third snog, movie's baby. Ways. Is the snog? I can't remember. <laughs> Small snog. snog. <laughs> 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 All right. So, um, Richard Armitage, uh, he played the voice of Wolverine in a Wolverine podcast. They Marvel, oh, yeah. Marvel released this thing called Wolverine: what? The Long Night. Yep. And it's a 3D audio. Uh, experience. That's good. So that's weird. Wherever the camera, quote unquote, would be in the the area, that's where the audio comes from. Oh, so it's like a surround sound type of yeah. Deal? And there's like they have the sound effects of people walking around. Like it's legit. Like a movie's playing in your okay. head, and all you do is hear it. I get you. It's incredible. Theater of the mind. Yeah, he plays such an awesome Wolverine. And uh, when I saw his name on there, I was like, okay. I'm in on this, and the whole story was super sweet. Uh, the fact that it was Castlevania, dealt with Dracula and everything like that, I just really, really enjoyed it. And 
Uh, season two really bump things up when he starts working with his son and everything Hell yeah, like that. Sounds badass. Yeah, the mm-hmm, Alucard's fight style was super sick in there. So I just really enjoyed everything about that, and it gives me a lot of hope for Kevin Smith's new uh, He-Man. He-Man. That Devil May Cry, though. I'm waiting, Cry. That. I'm waiting for that shit. Oh, yeah. You know? Wait, is that from the same studio? Sure is. Mm-hmm. It's going oh to be the same director and everything. Okay. It's going to be in the same universe, bro. Yep. What? Yep. Yeah. Connected universe. Yep. That's pretty sick. Capcom and Konami, cool. man. Okay. Can't wait. So, yeah. Uh, I apologize. I didn't check the dates until just now because Juan had me a little questionable because I could have swore he said this was his pick, too. It was going to be my pick until today when I looked the shit up and I was like, <laughs> wait, that shit came out two years ago? Two, a year ago? What the fuck? I was yeah. like, all right, I guess I'm not going to pick it. And fuck then yeah, I seen that it was pick. Love, Death, and Robots and I was like, all right, dope. I'm okay. going with that. But, yeah, so regardless, that's what I realistically watched that was new this year everything else that i watched was the same stuff i finally did finish the first episode or the first season of one punch man though that's tight that's pretty cool yeah me and Juan ended it at the deep sea king and i thought that was the ending oh no for years (laughs) so i finally went back and watched it and oh my god that dude is badass the Mm. villain yep uh so yeah that is my pick steven well my pick was one punch man season two I have right. not seen that I yet. Have not First episode I've seen, but fucking hilarious. Um, picks up right where it left off, and the um, the whole premise. The villain is dope. Mm-hmm. Think hero killer stain, but like not like all evil out. Just like a guy that roots for the bad guy. Okay. okay. Like he he's like he doesn't like good guys or bad guys, but he just knows. Right is right and fair is fair. It's like, why is this dude, you know, like, if you're going to be a villain, own the shit. Mm-hmm. Don't just be a villain because you're like, oh, I have to serve this master. He's like, be your own master. Be a bad guy for the reason of being a bad guy type of guy. I don't know. It's just, okay. Um, he has honor. I don't I forget his character's name, but like, he's like, I'm the best. And there's no, he got trained by two of the best, but he's like, I'm the best. And there's no way anybody can fuck with me. And then he gets tested. Realizing he's not the best, and then by Saitama, not by Saitama, okay. by like like all the heroes coming <laughs> to get him, and then Saitama is just nonchalant one punch man going through the whole fucking yeah. series, and there's so much things going on, and then when they get tested at the end, um, don't by, spoil it. No, but like, this is like <laughs> super mega ultra villain threat, mm-hmm. and of course it's just one punch man's one punch man's the shit out of it, <laughs> and um. But like the build-up to it is what's cool about it. As we said, animation also includes animation. So to finish this little segment up, what was everyone's favorite animation of 2019, starting with Steven? Rick and Morty. Same. 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 There you go. Everybody, yeah. Slut Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> that's what. That's what did it. Slut Dragons. I yeah. That, I'll let I'll let Steve talk, but. I think that was my favorite. <laughs> I just I, the the build up to it. I mean the the new characters, um, the way that they were just poking fun at all of the, like how Star Wars fans are like tearing the movie apart because yeah. it wasn't enough for them. Like the the humor in this season so far is like them just like shitting on like they don't give a fuck what you guys cry about or what you guys want. <laughs> we're doing what we want to do, the way we want to do it. And, like, the episodes have been hilarious. I mean, like, 
Nah, you son of a bitch. I'm, I'm in. in. I'm in. Yeah. The, whole, the whole Ocean's A11 thing. That spawned one of the biggest memes of this year yeah. as well. <laughs> so fucking dope. Like, just, um, just, like, the whole storylines of them, man. Like, I just, I, I think you have to be, like, a certain sarcastic, smart-ass person to completely and thoroughly understand everything about it mm-hmm. but i think it's just enjoyable for everybody but like for me i'm such a huge fan of the show um just because i love that humor that that specific type of humor mm-hmm. and so for me like i just couldn't wait for it to hit and once it hit like that was that was it like that's just been my go-to like you can quote the shit all the time yeah i mean there's every episode introduces something new that you can quote into a lot of different conversations yeah. <laughs> every episode is just straight up bonkers too like there's just there's so much going on like, i can relate to being a shy pooper <laughs> <laughs> yeah i uh so i didn't really invest too much time into animation this year um i one thing that i can't say i just told the guys earlier that i finally invested the time into watching coco and so it, good. Yeah, it is one of my favorite Pixar movies. But I, again, like I said, 2019 has been so long that I thought that came out this year because <laughs> I have been getting shunned for it for two years, I guess now. Um, but no, uh, Rick and Morty definitely took it for me. My only gripe with it is I was really hoping that we were going to see more about the um, Evil Morty the Citadel. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I was I was hoping that that was gonna be thrown in a little bit more. Uh, I think we will. I yeah, think so I think we will. Uh, but I was just hoping that they were gonna go more based on that because every every season you get like a taste of it, which I mean, yeah, that they're gonna like you said they are gonna do what they want. But yeah, no, I I think every single episode is knocked it out of the park with like no matter how random it is because. That's just what they do. They take randomness and they make something beautiful out of it. I love that, like, like the Elon Tusk. Mm-hmm. Oh. I like that they get. Like, <laughs> yeah. I like that they they're starting to get big names to yeah. just do stupid voiceovers. You know, I remember one time hearing, and uh, when South Park was at its peak, they got George Clooney to do a dog. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, there's an episode. I forget which one it is, but if you look it up, they, he was like, "Oh, I love your show. I want to be a part of it." And they were just like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, we need." Someone to do a uh, dog bark, and he did a fucking dog bark <laughs> into South Park. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's and, um, so, and so you know, it's like that's that's how I feel that these guys are getting. Like people are just like now the masses are like, yo, we, even though like you feel like the masses love it, like my like more and more like yeah, celebrities are, celebrity are, are, are like shit, pulling you know what in. I mean? like, mm-hmm. well, Matthew Bradwick was the cat. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, Matthew Broderick was the cat. The one that No talks. shit. Yeah. That was Ferris? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, like, I even even uh, last season, they got, like, hell, they did, like, that whole crossover with Logic with his album and then yeah. Logic showing up <laughs> after the Vindicators. So, yeah, they are they are getting some stardom yeah, on there. And uh, Christian Slater was the fucking... Yeah, one of the, the Vindicators. One of the Vindicators. <laughs> so, uh, before we close this, or close this out, considering this is everybody's pick... I want to know uh, what is your. We'll start with Steve. What is your number one episode of the season so far? Of this season, mm-hmm. I want to say mine would be. Um, damn, I know everybody likes the Slut Dragon one, but I really like the uh, the one before that. The poopy one. 
No, that was the Terminator one, right? No, the Terminator was the season finale. What was it? Was it the Elon Tux one? Yeah, the Elon. No, the one where they are, you son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the oceans. The oceans one. Yeah, this is the one. Or I just like the. I just like the whole. It was a mind fuck, dude. Yeah, the whole mind fuck of it with the robots. No, you thought that you that I was gonna do this. I programmed me. Yeah, that shit was. That was my favorite one. Okay, Joel. Uh, for me, it was the season finale. The snakes and the Terminator. Just, it's, I don't know. It was, it was ridiculous. That shit was fucking hilarious. It was all over the place, and it was making fun of time travel. And uh, I don't know. I loved it. it was I good. like when Rick keeps coming back to, and all this happened because somebody couldn't let the fucking snake die, Morty. Next time, just stay in the fucking car. <laughs> I just love at the end where like they take off their costumes and like the uh, old. Rick and Morty give them the costume or something like that from the future, and it's just, it's, it's crazy. He's, he's like, fuck, it's our turn. Yep. <laughs> One? Um, I, I, I like the aspect of Morty getting that cube and seeing every which way he was going to die, and then, ha- you know, him like choosing the path and stuff. But the episode that I liked the most was probably the, I haven't seen the last one, uh, but the Slut Dragons one was actually, <laughs> for me, because it put Rick in a situation where his, his, his shit Science. didn't work, right? His shit didn't work for a little bit, and then all of a sudden he was invincible again. But like for that split second, you've seen him vulnerable, where he gets slapped into that rock, and he's like, "Ah, oh, spinal cord, uh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, activate. yeah, activate juice or some whatever the shit it was." It's like your science doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, <here. laughs> I mean, but that wizard, that wizard, I love. I don't know, some about him. I don't know who played the wizard, but that wizard guy was funny as fuck to me. He was hilarious. He was funny as fuck, and it just like, oh my god. You bonded with multiple people, and <laughs> oh my god, you're, you're, you're slut. slut dragon. They just sit there slapping. I don't know, but yeah, that's my favorite episode this season. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that when he's when he's whipping him, and Rick's like, "Fuck!" Because he's yeah, like, he can feel, feel it. it. <laughs> uh, so I, at first, I I was gonna go with that one because I, I I would say it's a tie, and um, so. I will claim that one too because that that one was amazing, even up to the ending. Like even even the cat, the cat scenario Dude, yeah. was like so good and like um up to the ending when he's like trying to he's desperately trying to find somebody that to bond with. Like right. he's he's a sex addict and like he in, that that dragon in fact was a slut dragon. So that whole aspect was just hilarious. And then when he meets the cat and he's like, you want to go to Florida? Yeah. Like that, that was just super weird and so good. But um, that actually was tied with me with the, uh, the toilet, the man on the seat. Yeah. I, there was something so random about that episode, but so good. Like uh, again, like how Juan said that um, when it showed Rick vulnerable, that whole episode was about like showing a different side of Rick yeah. that he didn't even want to like hold on to. He didn't want to accept that that was him. Oh, the and... wizard was Dan Harmon. Oh wow, oh, okay. was it? Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I really enjoyed that because like as much as he hated this guy, he knew like it was almost like the the Joker and Batman in like a a shitty way. He needed him. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. needed him to keep coming back so much to the point to where when he died, he like goes back and he's like, "Oh well, suits him right," and he sits on the toilet. And he needed him to see what he built for him, and he's just he's lost. Like he's like, "Fuck." It was like somebody they actually cared about. Like yeah, he respected him. Like I right. even told him. He said, "I'm your only friend." Right. <laughs> so, yeah, so, like, I, I don't know. I really enjoyed that because 
that completely was a different side of Rick that we that we've ever seen. Like he was again trying to fight somebody off from getting close, but he was losing. Yeah. And I mean, we've seen that with Morty, but no one else. E- even Beth, he's kind of just like he shoves her away. Summer, same thing. But this random guy who shared that same common interest in shitting and privacy, he was like, <laughs> "I like this guy." <laughs> yeah. Do we, so, do we know when the new episode. season's gonna start again? Well, it's it's mid season. Well, yeah, yeah. So it'll start in uh, February. Okay. Um, That's good. That's good. And then. Uh, the guy that I don't know if you guys are Game of Thrones fans, but uh, Sir Davos. Oh yep, he played the dragon in the Slut Dragons. He was an older guy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 He, oh, uh, is that that like super old dude? He's, yeah, he was. Uh, he was like one of the. Uh, uh, he protects the little princess with a weird stone face. Yeah. And, okay. And then, uh, Ludi, the one that made the app. Oh, yeah. The, oh, that was the, like, let's build an app. Yeah, that, that was Taika Waititi. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> okay. Go okay. build an app with that guy. <laughs> I forgot that about that. Yeah, too. that one was. All right, so build an app? that is our first one. I mean, shit, I probably should have tried to make a rule with that one, but I forgot about Rick and Morty being the all-star. Um, it's deserving, though. I, I think that... Uh, I don't know. There, there probably was other great animations that we just didn't catch up on. I know that uh, Primal was incredible. I've never, I, I've heard of that, but I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah, it's it's that Samurai Jack creator one. Okay. Oh yeah, I, I have yet to watch it. Um, I can't find it on any of the uh, sources that I use, but um, I've heard it's great. So I'm sure there's probably other ones that may be better. This was just all of our favorites, though. So. Agreed. All right, and closing out the main uh, segments, of course, is Big Life, and who better to start this off than uh, Steven himself, the big kid kingpin. Steve, what was your favorite fig of 2019? So my favorite fig that I went out and got this year was also my first time purchasing this brand. I uh, got my, well, not... And it's, it's a hard one because they make different ones. But this particular fashion of figure was the Mesco Joker. Um, I had gotten a Mesco Joker f- figure. And now if you aren't familiar with them, they make like movie figures that you can get in clamshell boxes. Like uh, that one is a NECA, I believe. Yeah. But the goon one that Rudy just got is a NECA. But they also, uh, Mesco makes certain figures that come like that too. You can still find the FYE. Mm-hmm. Um, but these ones come in a really nice deluxe size box. The figures are uh, one twelve scale, um, and they are very articulated, like extra articulated, and they come with cloth clothing. And this Joker in particular that I got was phenomenal. Like the face, like they're always just a notch above. Like the price range for these are like eighty to one hundred and seventy bucks. Um, so I, I always wanted one and I thought this time I would get one cause my next step would be a hot toy. Okay. Um, but this one, I saw it and Gavin from, uh, Cardi's collector's corners had a booth set up at a toy show. I was at a toy Haven and I, it was just like, I would kept walking by and I would just see it and I was staring at it and I was like, mm. and I realized <laughs> by the third or fourth pass, like I gotta have it. So I went after it and I made that purchase and I was not disappointed with it at all. So that was the best figure for me of 2019. Honorable mention, 
Revolt Tech Gambit. Okay. That is tight. I still want to see it. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. I bring that yeah, up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Alright, uh, personally, my favorite fig of 2019 comes by the way of Thousand Toys Hellboy, which I actually picked up from Joel. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so, uh... Hellboy. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, this was a fig that I was not expecting to pick up, considering, like, Juan just pressed the coin. Uh, the coin was... It's, it's up there for figs that I've purchased, and, um... Joel hit me up one day and he's like, "Hey, you got to see this." And he, was, he sent it to me. I was like, "Fuck!" I, I instantly knew. I was like, "All right, I'm I'm out over a hundred bucks." That was my <laughs> one only, by the way. We yeah. ne- we never got restocks. That's that's awesome. So um, Joel was lucky enough to be uh, one of the stores. Well, not even lucky enough. He his store is um, shit. I forgot the term. What is the term? Prestige. Yeah, pre- it's a prestige store, so they get uh, better quality. Um, figs and everything than other stores and other shops would. So um, he called me in. I looked at it. I tried to tell myself no for like two minutes, and then I bought it. Uh, but going to, to the figure, um, this comes in a really deluxe box. It has a nice sleeve on it that is uh, – it's in, it's embossed, right, when things are like uh, – it's got a, like a shine over yep. compared to the matte. Yeah, so it has an embossed BPRD logo on it. Um, I want to say features of the Hellboy image are embossed as well. And then when you remove the sleeve, it has the same thing, like a shell casing for it. And, uh, I mean, I still use the, the packaging in my, like, backdrop for my stream and everything like that to this day. And then um, the fig itself is one of the coolest figures I've ever gotten to, like, mess around with. So his right hand of doom is fully articulated. The uh, it's got like a wrist swivel to it. The each finger is articulated, which is nuts. Um, they even put like a hinge on it that so you can actually have him like moving his arm around and flexing. Um, he comes with a removable gun that he can uh, grip in his other hand. I want to say there were like four or five different hands that came with it. Uh, this was not the Dark Horse exclusive that has the horns or Excalibur. But it also had the uh, Hellboy signature jacket, which came with a tiny miniature BPRD patch on the right arm, which was really sick. But uh, the jacket also has a um, it has something in the bottom of material so you can actually pose it. But yeah, everything about that figure was super. It just impressed me. Uh, more than I thought it would, and now I'm very much looking forward to everything that Thousand Toys is going to be offering from Hellboy, which uh, next up is a Abraham Sapien. Ooh. So, Joel, if you uh, end keep up my getting one of those. I got you. I got you. <laughs> but, yeah, so Thousand Toys Hellboy was um my favorite fig of 2019. All right. So I actually had to be reminded that I bought this shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the NECA TMNT small scale. What is it? One, one, is there, one is eighth? One, is it one sixteenth? One twelfth? One twelfth? You know, one something. It's a Steven. fraction. I don't know what it <laughs> what is. What are those? One twelfth? One twelfth? One twelfth? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so the one twelfth NECA TMNT fix. Twelve to to equal actual an actual size. size. I'd whoop their ass. <laughs> Um, I got all four of them, and it was, like, my favorite purchase that I did this year. Uh, I did not, I still haven't got, like, the big ones, so that was my, actually, 
reasoning to get the small ones. You know, for the price of all four of the small ones, it would equal the size of like or the the price of a big one, or even less, I think. Yeah. So I decided to get all four of them and then be able to display those on a on a shelf that I have, and I'm happy with them. They're not as articulate as the SH Figuarts um figs. Uh, I have the Donatello one, and that one can like do whatever. He you could actually pose him minus the stand and get him to actually do some different things. The NECAs are kind of a, a little more stiff, but they look, you know, like the movies and shit. So it's that's the trade off. But yeah, that's my favorite fig of 2019. Okay, so for mine, mine's basic, just like everything else. <laughs> So for me, this year's been actually a more expensive year than most for toys. I don't typically buy a lot of toys. Okay. I stick close to comics and stick close to games. That's basically it. Mm-hmm. But I am a sucker for my hero stuff. And this year has been the grossest year ever to buy my hero stuff because of the new season. Oh, Funko's just been God. dropping them in your wall. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the worst. So they've released... Exclusive after exclusive after exclusive, <laughs> uh, multiple online exclusives, and trust me, I've bought them all. <laughs> and my favorite, hands down, I had to be reminded of this one, actually. I just bought it, actually. And that is the box lunch weekend All Might from Season 3 when he's fighting all for one. So, mm-hmm. excuse me, my throat's all jacked up here. He's getting emotional. It's not good. <laughs> no. So if that scene it, is emotional, though. That's Oh, I cried. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, this figure is from last season, and uh, essentially it's a weakened all mine, but he's got all of his power in one arm, and he's mm-hmm. all bloodied up, and his hair in the Funko Pop actually glows in the dark, which yep. is so cool. And uh, we were discussing this earlier, how a lot of Funkos from you know the prior years have been very, very basic. Yeah, uh, very boring. Uh, I mean, if it was dark, you couldn't point them out. Like, if, if those were darkened, I'm saying you couldn't point them out in a lineup. Like, you wouldn't be like, oh, that's the whatever. You'd just right. be like, that's a humanoid of some fucking sort. Same pose, same look on her faces, just different paint job, basically. Mm-hmm. This is far from it. It has a completely different pose, uh, different everything. So uh, hats off to Funko for making things a little bit more unique going forward, hopefully, as well. But that is even though i've gotten some really great funkos uh particularly one elusive one from the one and only steve segovia over here um (laughs) that one is my new favorite since it came out this year at least so yeah okay yeah i i agree with you that funko is one of my favorite that they've released in a long time uh they have done some really good things uh this year though the entire apex legends line was really nice they put a lot of uh, care into each character and made them look their own so that was really cool i that was one of the first funkos i purchased in a while was the pathfinder because it it looks like a like it would just be a designer toy not a straight up funko um and on top of that they also released the uh just had it in my head and now i am blanking anyways yeah so they they just haven't been putting much out but i i agree with the all my it's super nice uh and isn't part of his head like still like bigger as well part of his face i don't that's how it is in the show i thought that's how it was so i don't okay. know but yeah all i know is like yeah he has one weakened arm and one just it looks like he's getting ready to punch and it looks super cool you know what's crazy about that one uh i didn't know it was coming out 
<laughs> had no idea about it. And then one of my customers came in, and uh, he sent me a message on Facebook. He's like, hey, I know you like My Hero. This Funko's coming out. It's only online. Did you know about this? And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? I thought it was fake. <laughs> so I go on to box launch. And I, I literally went on to box launch like every day for like a week straight to see if it was on there to pre-order. Damn. And it finally <laughs> hit. During one of our recordings, mm-hmm. I bought it the moment it hit. I was so happy. So, <laughs> yeah, thank you for the uh, tip off on that. Yeah, you saw your ass coming. <laughs> no, that actually worked perfect because uh, that is going to close out Big Life for this episode. And this, we'll leave it right there for the, uh, the end of the year. Um, uh, I'll I'll close this out really quickly and then um, we'll move on to Sana's thing. Oh yeah, who won? I don't oh, she didn't give you the nah, answer. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think she. I didn't see it. I thought she did, but oh well, I, I personally didn't. See I it. didn't see it either. We're gonna skip it this. Year. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna skip All it. Right. This time. Go to the show polls and then that'll be it for that. All right, here, give me a second. I'll do an outro for that. All right, so that is actually. Oh, choking the chicken oh, over there. Yeah. All right, reset. <laughs> so that's actually going to end our 2019 picks for our favorites for all the segments we discuss on this podcast. Uh, yeah, a little bit of all over the place, sometimes basic status, but, you know, it's what we enjoy. It's what we love, and those are our picks. If you have something different to say, you know, hit up the Facebook. Let us know what you all think. But, um, yeah, these aren't, like we said, these have nothing to do with, uh, like, number one. This is, like, the best thing that came out in any of the senses. It's just our personal favorites. So what we like. Yeah, it's us, Indeed. not you. All right, so show polls. Let me get down to the bottom of this. I had to re- reload just in case because I know um, the comments come in and they don't load on the page that I actually have open. Once I reload it, so going all the way to the bottom. All right, here we go. Is Kevin McAllister a crazy person? <laughs> um, 53% said no. What? Vincent says evil geniuses are not crazy, just evil. So, I mean, I kind of agree. I actually said yes myself, but yeah, 53% said no. Bullshit. They actually did a follow up and he said himself, like, that's not canon. That's canon. That's not canon. Kevin McAllister himself made that shit. (laughs) Like, he's the one who should say whether or not he's a fucking crazy person. I mean, he did say he did have issues at this point. Um, (laughs) Did you have a good 2019? 68% said good times, which is actually really nice to see. Um, Dirty One said no. So. uh, my name's Dirty yeah, One. Poor guy. Um, Vincent got engaged and have a permanent player too. Oh, permanent player too now. So I'd say it's a good year. That's not bad. That's pretty good. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, congrats. Vinny boy. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. I also right. said, now that I think about it, we were engaged in 2018. Wow, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> that's what happens, man. That's the, just the beginning of it when you start forgetting everything. Um, how many versions of Monopoly are in your home? One or more than one? 57% said more than one. Dude, I have three. 
That's on dude, we got four or five. What? Yeah, I'm dead Jesus. serious. Oh my god. We just got a new one this year. The boys did anyways. The boys get like board games from people and it just happens to and I feel like every year we throw out some and we just keep getting them back and shit. So the comments for this. Tom Miller, zero. Uh Charlene, five. Uh Junior, none. I'm broke as fuck. I'm Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marcus, I have more than one, all of which I refuse to play because I don't have all damn day. <laughs> Terry, zero. Marcus, I've wanted to get the Warhammer 40K edition, but we ha- just have the classic would never gets played. Wow, I did not know that was a fucking thing. That's for Monopoly? That yeah, dude, they got Monopolies for weird. everything. Oh, my God. For the fucking Emperor, I used to play Black Templar. <laughs> Rodney, number, or he says, one, standard old school book, I'm sorry, just the old one. Um, Two, Grateful De- Deadopoly? Grateful Deadopoly. Um, and the third one is Beetlejuice Edition, which that sounds pretty dope. Dude, I will say Pokemon Monopoly is the shit. That pro- that sounds really cool. It's fun. I just have the Rick and Morty one. That is dope too. I would love to play that as well. Um, Vincent, none, but I want so many of them. That's the thing too. It's like they're collectibles. You know, you don't have to play. You could just collect them. Rob says none, and Jamie says one too many. Uh, let's. See. I always wanted the Justice League one. You That's didn't have. You don't have that one. Hard to get. You can't get it in America. Could you ever? Yeah, you have to order it from UK. Which one? Uh, Justice League. Oh, are they expensive? Yep. That sounds about uh, right. 70 bucks. You Bloody can get the hell. Monopoly with real money, but that'll cost you about $15,000, I think it is, or something like that. Good God. Um, are you great, not good, at board games? 70% are liars. They said, yes, they're great at board games. You know I'm one of them, man. I, I, you're probably I, in there. I'm not <laughs> no liar. I'm not one of those liars. I hold the belt. I'll be mine soon. <laughs> Just say you can choose what game you play. Right. He said, I won't play this game. I won't play this game. I'll play this game. <laughs> I've only done that. I've never done it, actually. I've never refused. I just said today that I want to play it for Monopoly. He said, I didn't wager <laughs> like, Only clue. Right there. Only clue. Yeah, exactly. Why would I oh, wager against these bombs who haven't even proven themselves oh, yet? I'll prove That's everything. what I'm saying. Yeah. Marcus. Oh, not good at Scrabble ass boy. Because Mar- <laughs> <laughs> I don't take no challenger ass boy over there. Marcus says, I mean, my family loves board games but i wouldn't say i'm good at them p.s i've been waiting for the day that y'all discovered the nerdy board game world it's huge today and then he sent us a picture of his uh collection holy, holy crap yeah, he's got a lot out there so Bro, i told the him top right corner of the hellboy so he's got a bunch he's of got all the expansions that's pretty dope i tabletop game oh yeah dude mm-hmm. uh so i told him i said we have a few board games uh but we need someone to host and force us to play which is true if somebody was to invite all four of us to Oh, yeah. Said house and was like, hey, I want all four of you guys to play this game with me. I guarantee we show up oh, yeah. and, and play with them. So, yeah, just uh, kind of hint, hint, wink, wink. <laughs> um, Rob says, chess anyone? And I said, oh, yeah, you don't want that. And then he goes, come get some. And he says he hasn't played in years, but he'll still bring that smoke. That's an excuse right there. Uh, what? I'm rusty, but I'll still yeah, beat you. Right, right. And then that's, <laughs> so, like, that's, that, that's that like preemptive strike where you say, oh, man, I told you. I haven't played in a while or whatever, but yeah, I used to play chess in like uh, high school and stuff. Um, checkers is dope, but uh, yeah, I'll I'll, 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 t- I'll dominate him. Um, next, would you watch a live stream? This is actually pretty interesting or funny. The comments. Uh, so, uh, would you watch a live stream of the Nyan crew playing a heated game of Monopoly? This had sixty votes. Fifty-eight percent said yes. 
which is weird. But, uh, <laughs> so um, so I'll go down his comments a little bit. Um, Marcus said, "I might it might be the longest and most boring stream of all time, but I say fucking do it. And then I put a, a boring gif, and then he put this his way. Um, uh, Louis, so many <laughs> gifts. Louis, like, uh, like, like, what the fuck? Like, question mark, uh, gif. Um, Javier what said no. <laughs> um, Vincent said, I want death, fire, and carnage. Pedro said, waste of time. When was the last time anyone has ever finished a game of that? This is true. Um, it always send. This is the thing. Like, I know everybody here would be down to finish a game. It's just you always have that one person in the group that's like, well, I'm lost. I lost. I don't care anymore. I'm oh, going to yeah. ruin it for everybody. And I don't think anybody at this table would, or in this room would do that. So, Look, bro, if I was a billionaire and I got fucked over, I'm bringing everyone down with me. <laughs> I'm burning down all of your establishments. <laughs> I'm doing the most to try to get you to lose, but I'm not giving up. Uh, I, I have that social status for the next two <laughs> weeks, and I'm going to do everything I can to bring you homeless with me. <laughs> Zachary says, that sounds like quite the slippery slope. I vote no, only because that one game could be the end of nine. <laughs> um, Vincent, I also want to clear and uh, I want clear and concise rules so we spectators get to shame the cheaters. Juan and Rudy, I'm looking at you because all of our family cheats. You fucker, you're not supposed to tell them. <laughs> is that how it is? I mean, I don't know. See, you I don't know. belt of lies. No, we don't, I don't cheat. Um, that's the Diaz. Yeah, yeah, that's the Diaz. <laughs> that's the Diaz clan. I claim the Bella's last name. Okay. Dylan says, I'd be down to see it live. Ash, def define heated. Like, flip the table heated? Absolutely. And I just thought, we're fighting. And then Marcus said, I'm pretty sure some of them are brothers and or lifetime friends, so you know shit will go down. So yeah, I'm 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 pretty sure we get heated. So at just some point. just saying, my my version of Monopoly, you take a shot every time you hit jail. Oh, that's tight. So like every time you actually have to go to jail, well, you, take, you, hot you take a shot. Fucking find the bottom. That's of why the I don't like Fireball anymore. Oh, oh wow! How many times did you go to jail? Eleven times. <laughs> <laughs> I lived in jail. It that's was the worst best game ever. That this dude sounds was fucking funny. Lona after that. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 it was a good night. I lost, but it was a good night. Yeah. Um Ash says, I'm in. Best thing about Monopoly is getting unreasonably angry with people you care about because of the stuff that ultimately doesn't matter. Um not being sarcastic. I love this game. <laughs> Christmas at his house must be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus said, uh, will there be drinking? If so, also can uh, yes, also if so, can I come? Hell yeah. Campa said, um, only if there's alcohol involved, which, uh, yeah, it seems to be that's the consensus. As long as we're drunk Go and yelling jail, at each other, people will watch. Our fans are drunks, bro. <laughs> uh, Tom Miller says, only if there's violence involved. Deathmatch over Park Place. Nobody's in violence. Nobody likes Park Place, bro. Okay? Park Place, their boardwalk, it's out. Trash. Yep, agreed. Yeah, hey, Javi said... Uh, after you said, let's just fight, Javi said, I'll watch you guys have a Royal Rumble. <laughs> That's what's up. Um, I don't know, man. Steve fucks a lot of seventh graders yeah, to train. Yeah, he's got training. Those 12 year olds. Steve should handle us easily. <laughs> um, All of you little boys. <laughs> did you? Did, so this is when I start asking about the shit that we um, put up. Oh, wow. You guys are late. We got late voters. Uh, did you enjoy the Hellboy movie? I picked no only because I haven't seen it. Bitch. So I mean, I, vote? No. I mean, I can't. Yeah, vote. Yes. I, didn't, I didn't vote. You should have just not voted. Well, I need asshole. to know. I need to know the uh, the actual thing. I, I told you, you bitch. Here I go. You tell me right now. Fifty-one percent said yes. Oh, there you go. Hell yeah, that's surprising. 
Don't cook it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cook it. <laughs> All right, so let me read the comments for this. Um, and it's interesting because people actually do ask this question a lot, whether or not the movie's good, and I can't say anything because I've never seen it. Um, Marcus says, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. My family loves Hellboy, and since... I'm out. Um, since we kind of know <laughs> the lore, we could put together the movie fine and keep up with the story. So, yes, we loved it. My five-year-old son also loves Hellboy and knows the story as well. So when it came out for home viewing, we did let him watch it, um, all of it with him between my wife and I, and he loved it. If you don't know anything about Hellboy, you're not going to be able to follow the new film, so you most likely will dislike it. Hell yeah, pretty much everything I said. <laughs> Ash Allen says, um, the original two, yeah, didn't see the new one. Chadwick Hines, this poll doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe it doesn't. Oh, uh, Kyle, still haven't watched it. Um, who's under him? Rob, haven't seen the new one yet. Is it worth it? And I put, depends on who you ask, which is true. And then he goes, well, and the marker says yes to watch it. And I told him that you, you said to watch it as well. Hell yeah. You basically just told people to watch it. Um, I mean, dude, so this is one thing that I forgot to touch on that I was a little upset after we passed it. The practical effects in this movie are so fucking sexy. The The scene alone with him in the Baba Yaga's fucking chicken leg house was so good. I, I mean, Steve was even there with me, and I, I even looked over at him. I was like, dude, these, these shots are incredible. Like, there's just like this... Uh, like, the, the whole tone and everything of that scene that they pulled was so good. But, I mean, the makeup, I was really concerned about when they showed the, the posters and everything. But then when you actually meet the character, he's a fucking tank, first off. And I went back and watched Ron Perlman. Bro, his ab suit looks so bad in that black shirt. Like, he's got tits and, like, eight abs that are, like, super crunched up together. Because his waistline is so high. It looks weird. But no, the the like the practical effects and the the makeup and everything is so good in that movie. Maybe. All right. So, did you <laughs> enjoy it? Chapter two. Sixty percent said yes. Vincent 61. says haven't seen it or chapter one. The previously mentioned player two is not perfect. Oh, that's why you can't see it. That's why you can't see it. Oh, okay. I see. I didn't understand what he was talking about at first, but now I get it. Okay. I'm screen grabbing. <laughs> the wedding. Did not know that. <laughs> Rob Siegel, it was okay. And here comes Zach. Um, right, it was meh. Didn't come close to how amazing the first chapter was. Rob, yeah, it didn't quite give me the jump scares I was looking for. All right, five nights at Freddy, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> um, uh, Eric, uh, Tim Carey did the best portrayal Pennywise. Yet, if you take the original and add it in the new chapter one and two, you almost have the book version of it. Still not as scary without the creepiness of Curry. I'm gonna say I'm gonna backwards. yeah I'm gonna disagree. Curry plays a very good Pennywise, but as far as like creepiness goes, I would give it to um, Skarsgård. Yeah, I think he plays a great clown. Yes, Curry was hilarious. Curry was really good like that, but Skarsgård was creepy because he wasn't funny. Like he was, it was almost like it was a being that was trying to really uh showcase what a clown is without the understanding that's that's what creeped out like that's what creeped me out it, it was just like oh my god that's yeah it's almost menacing he looked like a clown but he didn't 
He wasn't a clown. Yeah. Like, he didn't act like a clown is what. Because he was a damn eater of worlds. Did you enjoy Star Wars? Uh, Star Wars, okay. Uh, Star Whoa. Wars. Whoa. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker. 75% said yes. Hell yeah. So I clicked no because I haven't you fucking seen it. <laughs> you should have voted. Oh, you're joking. Okay. No, I didn't click it. Are you serious? No, I don't oh, fuck you. Monster. I already took my vote off. All right. No, bitch, you added it. I should add it again. Did you enjoy Avengers Endgame? 88% said yes. Yeah, I I enjoyed it, but no. See, no, whatever. that's an afterthought. That you, that's the hate that comes out after the movie is after the fact. Like you enjoyed the movie, now you want to nitpick about what should have happened. That's different from Not one enjoying hero the movie. Died. That's different from enjoying the movie. When you left the theory, <laughs> where you're like, this Iron movie Man. sucked. He killed himself. Well, he died though. <laughs> no, I mean that that was my first initial thought leaving the theater. It was like Thanos in his voice and it killed one hero. That's that's true. Hey, hey, uh, Black Widow's dead. Well. About she Thanos, killed though. herself too. Um, Vision's dead. That was in the last movie. I bet he's still dead. He didn't come back. <laughs> that was in the last he movie. He, I'm talking about Endgame. He's you know still what? dead. Speaking of Vision, real quick, I'm a little bit salty because when I went to Star Wars convention, I talked to Paul Bettany and I was like, "Yo, I am so excited for you to be in the new movie and get your your retribution on Thanos." You know what he does to me? He winks and smiles, and I'm like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, guy. And I'm like, hell yeah, you got this. And you know what? Not in that movie at all. Damn, that's fucked up. I want. He was more of a bitch than that. Well, he's gonna be in the in the series, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Maybe I, mean, some... I would hope that he's in WandaVision. Maybe there's some kind of retribution that happens there. And he's smiles like, again. He's like, yeah, bro, you know it's coming. Um, just a second. I had to. I clicked on something. Alright, so Rob's Eagle said, for the most part, yes, although there that. were a few things that kind of ruined it for me. One, Fat Thor, while funny, was not great. Took away from his character. Two, what they did to Hulk, preach it, brother. Uh, <laughs> they had the opportunity to give us a world breaker or heart of the monster Hulk, but instead gave us pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I haven't like, heard anybody say that word in Cole. a while. <laughs> Shout out to yeah, Cole. that's why I laughed. <laughs> uh, pussy Professor Hulk. You deserved a rematch with Thanos. Hawk is my favorite character in the ruined. I feel like there's going to be future redemption That's for that That's one character. opinion that I'll agree with. Bro, his arm is gone. No, it comes back, bro. No, unless, no, no. Unless they try to go World War Hawk style, but actually give him a metal yeah. arm, he can't come back from that. It's like a scary movie arm. I don't know. Yeah, it's like my scary movie arm. <laughs> yeah. Have you watched Into the Badlands? 81%? No. no. 78% actually. Oh. Man, y'all are. 71%. Oof, Missing out. All right, boys. Yeah, I haven't seen it either, dude. I've been wanting to. I'm a huge kung fu like enthusiast to like the I older movies and stuff. Yeah, but <laughs> I haven't seen this series. So casually, obviously That's not. That's the thing. That's the thing is like I watched tons of old kung fu yeah, movies, Juan, but Juan watches a fuck. Like, Juan loves rewatching all the uh, but, Jet Li. Uh, I just haven't seen this, and I know that Steve has been hyping the show up for a while, and I've been meaning to put it on, but I was still in that cross thing between, do I start a new show and then have Bobby Joe want to watch it with me, and then I can't watch it. I started watching The Witcher by myself, and then I come home, and I'm like, oh man, The Witcher's dope, dude. Well, I want to see it, and I'm like... She's like, Henry Cavill's hot. Right? And I'm like, well, I mean, you can watch it by yourself. I told her you could watch it by yourself, but then I feel bad, so that's what happens with The Badlands. I'm so happy that Marcy isn't doing that right now. We It took us so long to watch Titans, which I was surprised. I thought maybe one of you guys were going to pick Titans. That, that was a good-ass season. Yet. Oh, the season was good. But um, 
like so it took us forever to get like we just finished watching it a week ago uh so i was like fuck the witch is coming out like i just want to watch it and i watched it she was like this looks dumb i was like yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Like, it is quite dumb <laughs> <All the way." laughs> stupid as fuck so now i just every uh whenever i put it on just like mandalorian grab the baby bundle her up put her head on my lap and we watch <laughs> have you Hell watched yeah. the mandalorian 83 percent said yes this is the way this is the way we have spoken yes have you watched The Boys? 60% on 65 votes said no. See, we're all cheap. Wow. We're all cheap. The Walt at Amazon Prime. Uh, <laughs> Bobby Joe posted that. Um, the no gift, but yeah, I, that's what I have as my no gift. But no, that's, dude, that scene right there, funny oh as fuck. And I'm not going to tell you why, but yeah. I, I thought it was hilarious how they made his character, like, He's a dickhead, but, but he's like, a good guy to the, animals. Yeah, some of the shit that he goes through. Yeah, is funny. It's, it's so fucked up. I feel so bad for him. Like at that first, kill scene was disturbing. Oh, oh yeah, I oh, know. God, like, oh, the sound effects. It, like, macaroni hurt, and cheese. It hurt my ribs. Like I was like trying to like punch the pillow and shit. That's macaroni and cheese. He's such a dick and he deserves it, but at the end he just feels so yeah, bad. Yeah, I feel bad him. for the guy, dude. I'm like, damn, he did. That's why. I mean, that's why he takes fucking advantage right away. He is the, the he is the fucking Aquaman that rides the dolphins <laughs> and gets choked out by the plastic. Yep. <laughs> Ash Allen says, "Great show." Kyle said, "Loved it." Matthew Tabor, so good. So you're missing out, Joel. Damn it. Um, have you seen the Umbrella Academy? 51% on 57 votes said yes. That makes me so sad. Uh, it's wait, bigger. wait, it's that's, bigger. On, that's on the plus side, though. I know, but it, that, like, I was hoping for like 90%. Whoa, take like, it easy. If the boys haven't been watched, then this show is not going to well, be Am- watched. Uh, I mean, expensive, yeah, Amazon, what is this on? Is this on Netflix? It. Everybody has Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's, oh, it's so good. I mean, apparently not. All right, so. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Kyle said another great show, and Alaska Bishop said loved it. Pump that pedal, man. Oh yeah. All right. Maybe I'll see it someday. Um, are Rob's opinion the worst sometimes? <laughs> I'll listen to the episode for context. We love Rob. I voted yes. That guy sucks. That's what Rob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, he's got some other shit. Oh, Joel, you've been talking to him. Oh hell yeah, man. Okay. All right, read it. I want to, okay, I want so to it says Rob. This. Also, who did this? Juan Guerrero, Rudy Vela, Joel Wagner. <laughs> It's just got it just got a whole lot darker in my house because y'all motherfuckers throwing shade in my direction. He didn't even throw Steve in there. Damn. <laughs> he says, Steve's bitch. Because he knows that I wouldn't. Uh, Joel says, all right, Joel, you can read your comments, actually. I don't remember what they were. Okay, so Joel says, uh, you know we love you. Your thoughts on Halo and Star Wars are just wrong. Rob says, I just never got super into Star Wars. Also, reads his poop. Halo 3 was the best for PvP. Lies. Fight me. I will. And then Joel says, I'll fight you in reach. Armor (laughs) lock for the win. What's armor lock? Armor lock's an ability that people hate on because it's so useful. Oh, it's the best. Okay, he goes, you better beat me in reach. I beat the campaign for achievements, then sold that puppy. Haven't played it (laughs) since. Also, what did I do wrong with Star Wars? I said I liked them, and they were just... Are they just weren't as ma- amazing as the others claim they are? Oh, he oh. said that the new one was okay. Just just okay. Uh-huh. I was like, you're fucking wrong. He said, That's I great. judge all movies by how good they actually are, not by how <laughs> much I love the franchise itself. The last three Star Wars were j- just weren't the great, greatest, I'm assuming he said. So, yeah, fight us. I don't yes. 100% said that, yes, his opinions are the worst sometimes. How many votes? Seven. Oh, seven seven votes. right now. <laughs> Damn, nobody wanted to vote on I'm pretty one. sure people are like, what does that mean? 
They were they're, they're probably looking for context. Um, have you watched Love, Death, and Robots? Sixty-eight percent. No. Shame. That's you too, Joel. Shame on you. Shame on you too, Rudy. You didn't finish it. Hey, fuck you. You didn't watch it. Um, do you watch Rick and Morty? Sixty percent. Yes. That's low as shit too. That is really low. And that's uh, it. Uh, that's it. <laughs> All right. So that was a long and, but we made it. This is the end of the show polls and the end of the show. Um, we've stated this plenty of times beforehand, but we just want to. Well, I just personally wanted to throw that out there again. These opinions are our own. Like I said, these are just our favorite of what happened this year. A lot of great stuff has happened. A lot of uh, award-worthy movies, games, all this and that have come out. And uh, just because we didn't pick them as our favorite doesn't mean we don't respect them for what they are. Um, so even on top of that, we don't see everything. We don't read everything. So we don't want to take that and be like, hey, our work's final. So this gets the award of blank of the year like that's not what we're gonna do but just know that we understand there are better things than what we've picked um sometimes y'all you're just wrong and what we picked is right (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah just keep that in mind while you're listening um and everything will be just fine other than that thank you so much for stopping by the podcast listening uh hope you all have a great rest of the year Please be safe when you, if you are somebody who goes out on New Year's Eve or anything like that, even if you're just driving home, please be safe. People act a little, like, very dumb on that night, and a lot of things can happen. So, you know, keep your, keep your wits amongst you. But, um, yeah, from all of us to you, thank you so much. We are, like I said, closing out the year, and a lot of great things happened this year. We got to meet so many different people. We got to so many different things that we never thought we would actually be able to do one being our live show at the park theater which uh seems so long ago and seemed like it was years ago but it was months ago and that is crazy to me um another thing uh making appearances at cons being able to meet uh celebrities and voice actors and stuff that we childhood heroes loving yeah um and on top of that we started this year excuse me had to burp we started this year, um, I would say around five to six hundred. It's about seven hundred. Was it? Yeah, about seven hundred people. Okay, people on our Facebook page and everything like that. And our goal for the end of the year was going to be a thousand. A thousand. A thousand. <laughs> uh, oh, so man. back then we were like, okay, this is the rate that we're moving at, and we were completely fine with that. And then the impossible happened, and now we are just shy of 20,000 people on Facebook. So to everybody out there, thank you so much. That means so much to us all. Uh, you guys all kick ass, all you nerds. Um, thank you for yes. <laughs> thank you for taking the time to take part in our show polls and everything like that. Today was ridiculous we had a lot more interaction than <laughs> we usually do but that's awesome that's what we want to grow to every week so yeah thank you so much for the conversation it gives us more to talk about more to laugh at and uh you're all amazing so thank you for an amazing 2019 and uh yeah we're looking forward to hopefully another amazing 2020 yep so, 2020 yeah from all of us to you happy new year happy yep. new year happy new year be safe and, uh, yeah, kick ass in the new year, all right? Later. Cheers. Peace.